Nobody died. Nobody got hurt. You are kidding. You're an idiot. Nobody got hurt. Nobody died. You are kidding. Are you seeing anybody about your your mental problems? Good evening. On the 6th of October 2018... You're listening to the Australian Fake Roundtable on fakeologist.com. And to introduce your guests for tonight, here's your guest host, Exoteric64. Thank you, Bellisette. And we've got um, a number of guests tonight, and I'm just going to announce that tonight is 52 years exactly since they banned LSD on the sixth month. Oh, that's sorry, that month. September, uh, October the 10th, 1966, LSD became illegal by just weird coincidence. And tonight we've got Nightly News special guest who we haven't spoken before with, who's from Queensland. Hello, hello. And we've got our favourite man, Noise Level, who's me, from Perth. How kind. <laughs> <laughs> hello. And production genius, Velocet, from uh, Sydney. Good evening. What a wonderful voice he's got and technology. And for some reason, we've lost Rollo, and we're very concerned because he's either run out of alcohol, taken too much alcohol, or <laughs> at a vet, worried about his dog, but he's disappeared off the planet of Earth. So there might be two a out of Two out of three involve hair of the dog, and one involves the actual dog. <laughs> so there's a conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy starting to happen that where's Rollo, and has he been got at, or has he decided to just, you know have a night off, but I find that really hard to believe. We've been just sitting here chatting about um, voice technology and our, what we're using for this amazing conversation and uh, what various people are using various different things. I, I assume that everyone's hearing us all loud and clear. Uh, does anyone want to talk about um, what they're using and how it's working for them and what concerns them? I, I'm using an iPhone Eight, no, the iPhone, yeah, the iPhone 8, the one before the X, which is a very strange thing that happened when they released those numbers. They didn't release a nine. And I'm just got a, I've got a $12 microphone and I'm chatting away and I can hear everyone perfectly. So over to you, Velocid, if you want to talk about tech or anyone else. Oh, I think it's, I think it's fascinating that Discord, you know, the concept has only been implemented recently. I mean, the audio bandwidth doesn't require, you know, it's not, it's, it doesn't take a huge amount of bandwidth to do this kind of stuff. Right. So the fact that the, the platform has been developed only recently, like we've had Skype for a long time, but if you wanted to use that for radio purposes, you would have to just conference everyone in the cloud and you could record one person. But the idea that this can all be multi-tracked and recorded that way, um, it's incredible. And, and the recording from Craigbot comes out 10 times better than you hear uh, over your headphones live, like when you actually get the master recordings, it sounds phenomenal. So there's, this is awesome for facilitating this kind of podcast. Yeah, it is fantastic. And I first discovered it by listening to my kids sitting in various rooms, chatting away to their best friends. And I said, what are you doing? You know, who, who are you talking to? And they were talking to people from everywhere, you know, like just chatting away and clear as a bell on, I think, the most I've ever spent for the headsets is about $130, you know, for a gaming headset. It's, and I listened in, it sounds fantastic. And now I'm using something even cheaper. And to me, you guys sound 
like you you know next door. Yeah, I'm I'm just straight off the laptop. I'm I'm more Spartan than even twelve dollar uh, headphones. So, have you got any rain where you are? I know you're in the uh, the in the mining areas of Queensland. Are you getting any of what we're getting? No, not at all. Um, it, it, there's there's a fair bit of uh, cloud cover, but uh, nothing's really come down yet. I'll have to put the sprinklers on and bring it in. <laughs> well, I've got my theories about what they're doing because that when the big giant clouds build up. Out the, off the coast of where I am, the other days with the sprays arrive, and so whatever's happening, the big rain that should be going into the where I am now, dropping lots of rain and causing uh, rain cloud to come out of the rainforest, doesn't normally happen. But at the moment, it is happening. So hopefully, what we're getting will float into you. Yeah. And how, you how are you going? Uh, noise level? Are you well tonight? You've recovered from your hangover oh. for the game last oh, week. Okay. Oh my god! I uh, actually I got t- toasted last night. Um, Good man. Uh, but I, yeah, yeah. Woke I woke up at about two o'clock. I went to bed about God knows in the early morn. Uh, but I was having a great time last night. I actually uh, chucked on uh, this film. Uh, what is it? Blue Thunder. With, mm. Do you guys remember? Yeah, do you remember that film? Man, yeah, that's, that's about that's got some great stuff. That's about the technology of. Um, uh, it's X-raying into buildings and seeing everyone moving around. Yeah, yeah, very Predator style. <laughs> Roy, and, Schneider, uh, Roy Schneider from Jaws. Schneider, yeah, yeah. Sorry, gone. You keep. Oh no, no, it's a good choice of movie. I've, I've got so many movies that I want to rewatch now, particularly that one, mm. the mm. Uh, Enemy of the State with uh, Gene Hackman and uh, Ooh. that actor that's in everything that that <sighs> turns up. Um, uh, I'm trying but, to remember. But, but, I know the name. I don't yeah, know his, his son's now a rap star, but he's um, uh, oh, the Ooh. main. He was in uh, the uh, in, Invaders, uh, in, not Invasion Day, Independence Day. Um, Independence Day. Yeah, the guy oh, that turns uh, up in every movie, every movie, but he's there. <laughs> but but he, we'll always explain alcohol damage, but we'll remember his name. Yes. Up. But, yeah, um, no, I'm feeling a lot. I'm not. I'm feeling a lot better than I was uh, last Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. What an that win. It, it, what happened was, uh, look, I, I was so ready to go after the Eagles game and the, the victory, and it was a great game. And this I was West ready Coast to go. Eagles, and I, West Coast Eagles against Collingwood, man. It was a nail biter, stressful as, but we yeah. pulled it off. And um, yeah, just. <laughs> And after that, I was, I was just on such a high. I was on such a high, and um, and so I was ready to go. And at five o'clock, <laughs> five o'clock, five o'clock hit, and I went and checked up my Discord, and they went, "Oh no, no, it's it's been cancelled. It's it's tomorrow." So all all that energy just got dissipated, and uh, I couldn't help myself. And then so su- come Sunday, I was just like brain dead. <laughs> That's why I, I couldn't talk. Listen, properly. Man, it was good radio. It was a fantastic talk. Oh. We we, 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 we lost a bit at the beginning though. We kind of went. Yeah. We were talking about AA Morris, and then we talked about an AA Morris podcast. And you actually started talking about a Chris Kendall debate that he had with hey, the fakeologists. Uh, Here's <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> he's my fan. 
But um, apart from that, it was a good talk. I thought it was um, fluid and. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, and then the the, the highlight of the night was the John Law's um, interruptions with um, Belisette, Rollo, and yeah, a number of other guys. It was a really good uh, piece, and I thought yeah. um, I think Belisette was quite impressed with his own uh, handiwork there because um, it worked out really well. And yeah. it was- I enjoy sitting back and just doing the long, like taking a ten-minute clip where you can just sort of pause and, and riff on it. It worked. That that was was our best bit in that whole show. I think that. Was oh, for one. sure, absolutely. And it was good hearing uh, Guy giggling away in the background. Yeah, <laughs> you can't you can't mistake <laughs> that giggle. You know what? It was funny. Um, I was listening back to the show, and then when I had that um, Rollo asked for a fail thing, so I had that little Pac-Man do 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 thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. Um, Rollo, uh, sorry, Guy was like, it, "It's not the Pac-Man. It's a Pinac it's a man yeah, it's, That's it's the line big, for the night. Yeah, that's, oh, it was fantastic. He's Pinac man. Yeah, he's he is really good. He's a we love Guy. He's he's just got that um, great sense of humour. Um, he just bounces back and he's doing well. And I'm glad, hopefully, his um, work he's doing on another site, um, Peace of Mind, is getting uh, recognition because he's a real hard worker. And the stuff he did with Fakeologist, um, Fakeopedia, which was in his eyes and probably my eyes too, but underappreciated because he would have been on there for hours, to, hours and hours to do what he did on that site. So um, hopefully, we'll hear from him again and he can be another guest. In the future, so um, yeah, no doubt we'll have him back. Yeah, and I think it's you know it, it worked well. The whole thing bounced together. Everyone was drinking heavily, but it still came <laughs> off good, you know. And I, I just I, what I'm really concerned about Rollo, though. I think where the hell is that man? Because the guy's a slut media wise. and loves his <laughs> voice. Why isn't he here? But you know, we, we're yeah, all talkaholics, so we'll bounce off and keep talking yeah, and. I'm sure. We've got a couple of special guests coming up from uh, the um, both uh, hoax busters and fakeologists that are yeah. there. I do, I do kind of hope Rollo will come busting in at some point because I that would put, you know, you know it's like in the back of my mind now that he's missing and he will um, do it exactly when one of us is in a really deep conversation, <laughs> just at the right he'll moment. Come, he'll come and like dicking knee off hey hey at Saturday and fuck the whole thing up, but. He was, he's also too over this weekend. He's celebrating his 49th birthday. Of course, I went and got this for him, and he's not here. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Oh, that was beautiful. He'll appreciate that when he gets here. Yeah. Hopefully he hasn't been abducted by aliens or um, the ASIO uh, uh, or um, CIA Mossad. or Mossad. <laughs> probably Mossad actually would probably get him. He's, he's been well, a bit... hanging around my oh, place nice. last weekend. <laughs> um, they probably were. They probably were. <laughs> That's why I couldn't talk probably. One of them like, was trying to strangle me, you know, and he has anyone nine millimetre. Heard, you've got to listen to um, the uh, podcast by um, legendary podcaster... From um, America, uh, that um, now my oh my god, I can't remember his name. Uh, um, anyway, he was doing a talk on microwave weapons with a uh, well-known person about talking about microwave weapons. Yeah. Freeman Freeman Fly, I'm talking about. And oh, yeah. halfway through the show, he goes, <clears throat> he started saying, "Man, I, I don't know if I can continue. Man, I I'm melting here." Started talking about. <laughs> 
And then as the shy guy is on, he goes, man, he goes, I can't actually continue because I'm, I'm, I'm dribbling and I can't talk or think properly. And he canceled the show. And, and I thought, wow. oh, that's good. Right? That's, he, he reckons he's being microwaved. And the same day he 5G? put up. 5G? Have they 5G, put it in yet? <laughs> well, if you, look, if you actually read mainstream news at the moment, there's an awful lot of stuff about the Russians using microwave technology to fuck up people. And um, it was in the mainstream media at the same time. Apparently, and I believe it too, you know, you can focus. Because mm. you've used a microwave oven, it works, you know. You go and put something in it. Yeah. And that, now these five... And walk away. Walk away when you walk do away. it, mate. Don't stand there staring at it, you know, or, like they do in the movies. Hand, or, or what Kiwis <laughs> do when they do come out, stick your hand in it and see if it made it move funny. And they did. <laughs> is it, is it, and speaking of Kiwis, can, is there any other race going to invent so many stupid things? There's nothing to do over there, so you've got to do dumb things. We come up with um, jumping off the rubber, you know, the, the whole thing about jumping off a bridge with a rubber band around your leg was invented in that country. You, you guys have been that, and, and fucking sheep. Yeah, there's nothing to do, so you just fuck sheep there. Well, done there. You filthy there. pricks. Yes, yeah. <laughs> It's to do with transhumanism. I think they're doing research. But um, <laughs> then, then they um, came up with this zorbing, which is you get into a giant rubber ball and go down a hill. And there's been several people killed doing that. And I come up with a thing. I, I remember coming I up with a thing. That's terrible. Yeah, well, I come up with this thing. I said, these, these stupid cunts are going to come up with cometing soon. And they're going to they're gonna get con people into paying 150 bucks to get strapped to a rubber band, poured petrol all over them, set fire and fired off into the distance, and then blow me down. The other day I saw this new thing that they actually go to a place and they strap you onto this rubber band and fire you across a crevice and then back again. Yeah. So that, that, that's, just, that's just the kind of things people do in that country, and I can't say that I'm not a Kiwi, so but I've never had that urge. But anyway, night night. Nightly News with a K, would you like to speak? Because um, you're our special guest tonight. Well, um, you, you were just talking before about the 5G and the microwave uh, technology. It reminded yeah. me of a show I seen a couple of years ago um, where uh, they were using uh, audio audio waves. Um, the sh- the, I can't remember the name of the show, but it's a really good one to look up, actually. The, the guy who wrote the Sesame Street theme. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. He found out that they were using that song to torture these, you know, Iraqis in Abu Ghraib prison or something like that. So he was like, um, you know, fully had on this mission of discovery. Can you of, find uh, the link to that and put in notes because I'll be interested in that. I'm, I'm big into. I think absolutely. The whole, the whole thing yeah, about Sesame Street. Sesame Street is a thing to itself. So I'd love to discuss. Yeah, well, you know, the, it, so he ended up going right into like these huge uh, audio um, speakers that they had on these Humvees that were for crowd dispersal, and um, it was quite amazing. It was about ten years ago, or maybe maybe eight eight years ago. Um, it's, yeah, it's got an abbreviation for a title, and it's it's that what basically they can do they can write out there and it sends around the. Um, truck itself it sends a signal that you walk into it and your body just underneath your skin will heat up to a painful level within three or four seconds and it's all part of this thing the this 
war without bullets. Um, yeah. You know. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it, all this, you know, 5G stuff's pretty hyped up and that, but it wouldn't surprise me in the least. Um, look, quite, look, look when, when we start talking about microwave technology, it's there, it's used. As I said, you've got your oven, you can walk into and an invisible ray vibrates the, uh, the water molecules in your food and heats it up. You know, these things, basically, there's, there's a guy, a Russian guy, that does loads of YouTube clips, and what he, can, he, he shows that you can make a weapon out of a microwave oven. <laughs> I, like that guy. I think he's doing oh. time now, that, that guy. Um, yeah, yeah, he, he, he's just fantastic. And he had this, he turns around and he shows you he can make a gun, and he uses just a small <laughs> microwave oven, and he turns and, like, blows up um, light bulbs. He just aims it, and it heats up the, just vibrates the molecules, and they explode. So... Make a bigger one, and you're going to affect anything. And you know, we're looking at weather warfare technology. When people say, "Oh, they wouldn't do that. They can't do that," I remember reading a Donald Duck cartoon, you know, in a Disney comic in the 70s. And it was a 1938 cartoon. It was Donald Duck weather, and he played a weather. Um, he was flying around, creating clouds, doing cloud seeding, because that technology has been around since the 30s. Cloud seeding. Uh, Using various sprays and chemicals, silver. Well, I was I was taught it taught it in school. That was a yeah yeah yeah. Thing. Now for um, some reason, that they kind of have dissipate dissipate. Pardon the pun. Have removed that kind of uh, thing that was there in front of your face and kind of made it um, an impossible thing to do. Yet the patents, if you look up uh, weather manipulation patents, there's thousands of them online. You know, yeah, there's, there's also um, uh, Geneva Convention against weather modification, and they don't actually like make Geneva Convention rules uh, unless there is actual te technology. So uh, I wish I had links for that as well. I really ought to do some homework with all the stuff I've seen, but I've skimmed through a lot of stuff. So, um, but that that is one that it's it's uh, been in the Geneva Convention that uh, weather modification should not be used as warfare. I think, like you said, the seventies or something like that. Was, I, I, I only just bridged the point. In the face, in the seventies, all of a sudden it disappeared. Yeah, but you know, another interesting thing I heard uh, the other night they were uh, on a um, ABC um, radio show about um, uh, climate change, where they were um, singing the regular song about how you know we've only got ten years to do something, and you know. Uh, we're, we're too late. We're already too late, but we've only got 10 years. And if, you know, it's, they were saying that it's a, it's a drastic uh, measure to, to try and uh, contemplate, but perhaps we should be looking at um, seeding uh, the atmosphere with, um, you know, it's, 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 there's, there's conspiracy theories out that they're doing at the moment with chemtrails, and they aren't. But, um, you know, it's something that we should be looking at and investing in. <laughs> yeah, and that, that, was, that was actually an ABC, um, uh, you know, uh, climate changer. When I listened to, to ABC, my, for any, about 15 minutes, my legs start um, moving in a weird direction. <laughs> I, start, I start talking funny and banging my head against the wall. Yeah, and that ain't five G. I, I get the same effect, but it, it's it's it there. It, that's actually mainstream. Um, they're talking about we should be investing in research into chemtrails, seeding the atmosphere oh, to try and. Listen, I, I, 
my, the, I think the best guy out there, and I still trust everything he says, is Matt Landman on um, the geoengineering uh, site. He's got a number of them, and he's been cut off and shut down as often as they pop, but he pops back up again. But he's got some of the best stuff, you know. You can, the, particularly the weather warfare patents, you know. That, Ah. You get the quotes from the generals that said, we will control the weather by 2020. That was their date that they said, we'll have total spectrum weather, you know, weather um, manipulation. And it's so simple. I mean, you look at, the, you've got your stratosphere, you've got your cloud movements, and you, you, have you seen the, those giant microwave ships that they've got, these giant, they look like um, our, in Australia, we've got Pine Gap, and we've got these big giant yeah. round shapes. These are mobile versions of them. So they can yeah. sail them out to sea. The clouds are coming over. where They, they know exactly where weather patterns are going to go because if you look at lunar, um, lunar uh, weather researchers, basically all weather patterns form a giant pattern and go back. You can, you can kind of read the weather that was the same pattern 15, 20, 30, 60 years ago. They know there's going to be a buildup of clouds because of the um, – you know, the stratospheric conditions will build up there and they move their stuff there. They hit the microwaves up, they raise up the stratosphere, they can create a storm. And they've been doing these experiments for years, I'd say. I'd say they've been doing them since um, 1930, easily. Yeah, well, the, the five five hurricanes in a row uh, heading yeah. to America was, was yeah, pretty and, what, and watch the crazy. thing, though. When you watch them online, um, like Dutch Sense, the uh, D-U-T-C-H-S-I-N-C-E, he's another great uh, earthquake and weather um, uh, exposure site. He has been attacked left, right and centre. He's had dummy sites pop up with the same name. He <laughs> gets the site closed down regularly. So whatever he's doing, he's flying. You know what they say about flak? If you, you only get flak when you're flying on top of the target. Yeah, Dutch sense is well worth looking into. <laughs> he, he, he's um, he's exposed so much stuff, particularly the uh, the big um, hurricane that went into uh, America to Louisiana, and they said it, it moved in this really unusual position, and all of a sudden it did this complete dog's leg straight over the the thing. And he's uses, I'd say it's weather balloon that are monitoring the area rather than with satellites. They've got weather balloons with cameras that they use for the news so you can see the cloud formation. Yeah, they're great. I like weather balloons. Yeah, that, 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 that's what I reckon's doing all your um, weather. weather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 yeah. I'm a little bit that way as well. Um, I, I, some of the sites that I'm involved, that I watch is uh, like Suspicious Observer, Adapt 2030 and stuff like that. And yeah, I like the sound of that. Adapt 2030 sounds good. Yeah, yeah, and um, uh, the Oklahoma Ranch Report. Um, they're they're involved with sunspots, and uh, but they use uh, NASA technology. So if you're if you if NASA is a trigger for it you, is. and and I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a big um, uh, I, I love NASA hoaxes, and uh, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm right into that. But I do feel that there's there's room for some real uh, equipment alongside all the green screen uh, stuff like that. And, and I, although I haven't proved um, their solar imaging with my own, um, even oh, just oh, a telescope. Oh, regarding solar, right, 
Yeah. There's there's a technology rather there's a science that's proven. They've got records going back to the 15th century, I think. Of you know when. Uh, yeah. Well, since Galileo. Was an astronomer, right? Yeah. He, he, his father died when he was nine, and his mother, to try and help him cope, um, took him to an a, a observatory, which was about an hour from where we grew up, and that was his thing to try and keep him, because he really got badly affected by his father passing away. And it, me and him were close as peas in a pod, you know, and I used to go and sit and watch, we used to go and observe, you know, observe things, satellites and, um, well, what, there's some strange stuff flying over top of us all the time. Maybe they are weather balloons, I'm not sure, but they move so weirdly. But um, he got me into the solar stuff, so we used to look at the sun a fair bit. And if you've ever looked at the sun through the, the telescope and looked at the incredible, you know, these black spots that just appear here and there, it's oh, okay, so you've you've set up a telescope. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, okay. many times, many times. Yeah, well, I, I need to do that um, to prove that the solar imaging that I'm I'm looking at on this show is in line. But you've got the problem at the moment that there are no sunspots too. So there is no. We've got well, what, what's happening at the moment? We've got really low solar sunspot activity, and the, the guy yeah. that um, one of the only guys that actually predicted the big rain that we got in Queensland a couple of years ago was a solar sunspot. Observer and his his weather um, uh, research is just fantastic. And he said yeah. last he said in um, June this year, New South Wales, where we are, in, where I am in Australia, was going to get a winter from a Victorian winter. Queensland was going to get a New South Wales winter, and vice versa. It would go in that kind of pattern. Sure enough, I'm sitting out here now in mid North Coast. Sydney, uh, mid north coast of New South Wales, in a big jacket with long pants, <laughs> jumper underneath, no global warming, it's wet, it's raining, and exactly what he said would happen. He said, we, we're, we're going to get a really cold, cold winter, and we're getting one. And I've tried to talk to people about this, and they look at me, and I'm talking about these highly intelligent university types, like, the, the sun doesn't affect our weather. You know, yeah. it's, it's just ridiculous, you know. It's, it's just the look that you get. It's like I've had to give up most of my friends now because it's not worth talking to them anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's what I've been harping on, harping on about the most. Noise, uh, noise what's, what's, what's your weather like in Perth? Well, what I was about to say, what you were just saying about the, um, the cold winter that you're having, mate, dude, we've had the coldest winter for fucking ages, man. Like, it was freezing. My electricity bill, like, for the last two months was 500 bucks. Mm. And it's usually about, like, 230 Yeah, there's you know, proof. Um, right? There you got proof. Yeah. You put that on a graph. Put that on a graph and give it to a global warming wanker and say, wanker. Yeah, get this. <laughs> this is what my... <laughs> you know, you know, I'm, we're not getting hotter, yet there's people... I go on Facebook, right? You... you Facebook's been the best thing to find out how many fuckwits do you know, and guess what? It's 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 most of the people that you know, and they're posting yeah. Trump, oh, Trump, he's going to cause World War Three, and, oh, and, and, you know, and Trump's sad. causing global warming. Trump's causing global warming, and I felt like saying I've had to stop commentating because I just want to say, listen, you fuckwit, go outside with yeah. your swimmers on now and go for a fucking swim. You know that's what. That, that's, that's all you can do, and that's that's yeah, the only way to yeah. argue it. You know, 
it's, be, it's beyond me. So we're getting, as I've mentioned in the podcast or two before, George Orwell said, you'll know when you're under control when you've got double think in action. So you've got people that are they're standing outside f- f- wearing a dress with, with goosebumps all over their fucking bums, and you've got um, – it's freezing cold, yet they have been told, no, 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 it's getting warmer. So they dress appropriately for what they've been told. I mean, it's, just, it's so frustrating being a woken-up person at the moment. Yeah, it's also like uh, girls that go to uh, out to nightclubs or pubs, whatever you know, on a Friday, Saturday night, whatever. Yeah. Which we uh, love. Which, which we love. Oh, we, we love. We love. And also, but that you know, they want to look their best, and they they, they you know want to look sexy. And yeah. um, even though it's fucking freezing. Last <laughs> week, hey, hey man, nothing. I was at I, I was at Comic Con right, <laughs> Darling Harbour last week, right, and there's all these chicks walking around dre- dressed up in some you know skimpy little outfit. Freezing abs. You can just see that they're freezing, trying to pretend that they're not freezing. You know, it's just it's, enjoy, it's enjoyable to see in some respect. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we all yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, did, did you know that earlier this year <laughs> there, there was there was a minus twenty at um, uh, Threadbow Village? Yeah. Guess what? That wasn't what? reported. Yeah. That, no, I, it, it, it wasn't reported on the news. I, I got it off of um, Oppenheimer and uh, at that time. Yeah. You know what they've done with I the. I took a screenshot of that. Um, it was actually on the the uh, the, the 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 weather uh, station for there, but it had like minus twenty. Um, the low the lowest this week minus twenty. The lowest this month and minus fifteen. Yeah, the lowest the ever minus fifteen. You know, it's not like. What they what they've done? There's a girl uh, who runs a site, kind of it's called Weather Truth or something or other. She, oh, okay. she, well, I'm saying that just to kind of fill a gap in the air without trying to guess what it was and looking like an idiot because I can't remember. <laughs> but um, she, there's a girl who monitors the stations and stuff like that. Because what they've done, they moved the weather stations. They took the person that used to be there and sacked them, and so it's all done by a computer now. And they set the computers ah. to not report anything under an average report. So your weather station now, when ABC, which, as I said, you got to – I mean, I have to listen to the ABC with a bucket close to me. And, <laughs> and, and they'll, they'll, they'll say, you know, we've got it. It's a cold night in Goulburn tonight. But they won't say, we've set a record of, you know, the, the, even the sheep need fucking jumpers on. Uh, um, it's so cold, we can't – because they've they've actually sacked all the actual people that used to live in the weather stations and just have got an automatic reporting system which has been set and collaborated, configured to report it and cut it off at minus fifteen. They won't report minus twenty. They will not say it. They won't say it. Yeah, yeah that's that's true. There's another true thing that I'm coming up with. That I'm. It's all about truth, man. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. You've been listening to the Fakeologist Roundtable, having a great chat. We've had nightly news from Queensland. We've had Noise Level, who's me, from Perth. Bella said our amazing producer, and coming up, a really special guest, Napoleon Wilson, who's a star from Hope Busters Live. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Audio Chat on Fakeologist.com. Meet Fakeologist member Esoteric64. He is a Aussie who worked on the movie The Matrix.
He is very popular among the Aussies on Fakeologists and Rollo is his best friend as Rollo has stayed at Exoteric 64's house. Exoteric 64 quit Fakeologist.com over the John Adams and at Carrie and Dave J fallout. Exoteric 64 was able to have some time away from Fakeologist and gather his thoughts about how he made a big mistake leaving Fakeologist.com and he very much regretted and told Aberator he felt this way. Now that Exoteric 64 is back he wants to talk to new Fakeologists. If you want to chat with Exoteric 64 come and find him on the Fakeologist Discord. He will talk to you about 9-11. Fakeology and Media Fakery. Exoteric 64 is proud of his time spent working on the movie The Matrix and will tell you about it if you ask him on the Fakeologist audio chat. He will give you details about his hard work on the film. Exoteric 64 is waiting in the audio chat. So come meet him and ask one of the originals from the movie The Matrix. Also make sure if you meet Exoteric64 on audio chat and ask him about the matrix that you also bring up 9-11, fakeology and media fakery because Aberato wants those topics discussed since that is his rules. Thank you and come meet Exoteric64. This isn't a drunk cast tonight is it? No 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 no. Sort a few fucking lines of coke. For fuck's sake. Cocaine. I can't talk too loud because my wife hates me. I have to whisper. If you wanna get down, down on the ground. Cocaine. Oh man, I've done so much hey, coke tonight. Too much coke. She don't lie, she don't lie, she don't lie. Cocaine. Yeah. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. You know how much I love you? Cocaine. I've had his with and lines and everything tonight, so. Cocaine. I'm, I'm not talking sober. I've, I've had a bottle of bloody whiskey tonight. Cocaine. The only reason I like, the only reason I like, the only reason I like coke, because it keeps me, keeps me, keeps me. Next thing you know, you wake up naked uh, with God knows in somebody's house. Who the fuck house am I in? If I got kicked out and walked the streets, you know, I'd find someone. And you know what they would do? They'd give me some cocaine. Cocaine. I don't believe in the authorities. I don't believe in any authority. Cocaine. When a policeman pulls me over, I say, I don't believe in your authority. Cocaine. I'm so drug fucked tonight. Shit, balls, Batman. Amyl nitrate. Open up to your bum. Hey, is he circumcised? Looks like a dick going towards an arsehole to me. Oh, you did a good spanking. I would be well glad that Ab won't put any of this there. You blockheaded bastard. This isn't a drunk cast tonight, is it? You know, no, 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 no. Bottle of bloody whiskey. No, 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 no. You swift. No, 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 no. Amyl nitrate. No, 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 no. No, 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 no.
Welcome back on the 6th of the 10th, 2018, on the Fakeologist Roundtable discussion, Aussie-style. And tonight we've got nightly news from uh, Queensland, noise level from Perth, Velocet from Sydney, and me, Exoteric64 from somewhere mid-north coast in New South Wales. And we've got a special guest coming up, and it's Napoleon Wilson from Manchester to chat about whatever we want to chat about. Live. Napoleon Wilson, are you there? I certainly hope so. Oh, you are. <laughs> Good to hear your voice. What an introduction, man. I, I tell you what, I've listened to that a couple of times, and Bella said that is a piece of artwork, mate. That is wonderful, especially a roll up. Thank you, Napoleon. <laughs> And we're all um, really good, good afternoon, lads. Coffee. Good afternoon, Exoteric. Nightly news, uh, noise level, and Bella set. Um, yeah, I've only been listening for the past 45 minutes, weather modification, but uh, you, what, 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 lovely, uh, what a lovely, nice listen. It's the first time I've heard nightly news, and uh, I've heard noise level this time without having Exoteric hidden, oh, no. so I can actually separate <laughs> the voices <laughs> at last. So, perfect. Yeah, he's yeah, uh, what, 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 uh, an educational 45 minutes of just that. Well, that's fantastic. We've um, <coughs> we've lost Rollo from through illness apparently, so it's um... cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said through illness. Wait, we could we could this could have a double purpose. <laughs> so he's got a cold. <laughs> you, have, you have to do a Beecham's mix. You have to do a Beecham's mix. Beecham's mix. <laughs> So how's things, uh, Napoleon? There's, how's uh, England treating you? You're, you're in the uh, middle of uh, heading towards your um, winter. Is it getting cold? Funnily you say that. I could taste the coldness in the air today. Um, oh, really? First time Ooh. tasting it this year, yeah. You know when you is go there, right, there it's going to be a bit of snow soon. Is there um, a taste? Yes, yeah. Well, we, we, we get that four seasons in a day thing over here. So usually this is the one that comes on you when you, you know, you're coming out the pub and you're yeah. a little bit, you've had a couple couple too many and it's a little bit cold. Well, anyway, we felt that today at half past 10 in the morning. Oh. And, uh, we're only on 10 to 12 now. So it's not even daytime yet and it is a bit chilly. Mm. So, you, so you're, um, you haven't been to the pub already, have you? That, that's one of Rollo's tricks going there before 12. Yeah, no, funny thing is, do you know, do you know what? We're actually coming up on about three days of uh, being sober for six months. So, oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well done, man. Well done. I have nice done that. Can't be, on- be honest with you, it wasn't hard at all. It wasn't, uh, because obviously I've told you, you know, I got a pain in my stomach that knocked me out for like 30 hours. So when I woke up, I'd already gone through the DTs. Yeah. yeah. So, you've you got, know, to, you've got to go with your, you've got to go with your gut. Go with your gut. <laughs> Literally, I did, mate. <laughs> Can I tell you, I posted a bit of it the other day, but I, the most amazing thing I've seen for, for many, 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 many years, and that's saying something, was a, an article got posted on Facebook yesterday about garlic being bad for you. And I thought, what? Yep. Yeah, yep. and I thought, I've what the that. fuck? What the fuck? I thought. So I got straight Was that posted there. by Dr. Acula, any chance? No, it was posted by <laughs> Jan Irvin, people. <laughs> And he, anyway, so I thought, well, I'm going to look into this because ga- I've been squeezing garlic over shit for, for ages and I wouldn't say I'm in perfect health because I often have um, gut issues or um, bad scalp and things like that. So anyway, I Googled it and sure enough, 
raw garlic is not good. The Indians don't eat it, and Ayurvedic medicine preach against eating garlic. Of course, you know our traditional Indian restaurants will have garlic bread and garlic naan or whatever it is, but in actual <clears throat> fact, the Indians don't use garlic at all. And Ayurvedic medicine, which is one of my favourite medicines, actually say don't use it. And if you do, you must remove the green stalk from the centre of it and fry it and then dry it and then eat it and spread it in your food that way. They said raw garlic actually is a really bad thing for your mental health. And the Brahmins, who are the top echelon of the uh, Indian society, preach against it because it inhibits your brain, uh, your spiritual growth, it by create because it is an aphrodisiac for a start, apparently. And um, the Brahmin spiritual guide says that you shouldn't have garlic because it will inhibit your spiritual growth. And then I looked into the guy that was saying it that Yarn ever had posted it to. He was a um, scientist who studied brains, and he said what garlic does is it causes a fog or it causes your two, your left and your right hemisphere of the brain to go all haywire. So now I'm starting to believe what I read yesterday, that it is possibly not as good for you as it's um, been made out. Because we've been told it's fantastic for you and to eat as much as possible. But that might yes. not be so true. Well, I mean, just, just judging by the strength of the smell, I mean, I know, I know, I know you say, you know, it's an aphrodisiac, obviously, in the, in the traditional sense of the word. Um, but judging by the sense of smell from garlic, it's not the type of thing where, you know, you're meant to pick up stuff that's, you know, pungent to you and, you know, makes you want to, you know, is as an appetizing smell. And garlic has always mm. been extra super strong to me. It's never, you know, even picking it up with your hand uh, once, mm. the, once the bowl well, 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 so I understand what, what you're saying there, actually. It the makes properties, its positive properties are it's a natural uh, antibiotic <clears throat> or an antibacterial agent, so it's to be used for certain things. But the interesting thing is I, I went and looked up this Ayurvedic scientist, uh, sorry, an Ayurvedic doctor, and what he said that he said the he used this example, which was very funny actually. He said the Italians, he reckons, are the worst shots in any war. You know, they're always surrendering and they couldn't <laughs> shoot straight. They used to rub garlic on their bullets, so even if they got some in the leg, it would kill them by infection. So basically, what they're right. saying that, and I'd heard that before that people used to rub garlic on bullet tips. That's not the first time I'd heard that. That's not what I heard. They were rubbing on there. <laughs> maybe, maybe garlic is uh, Italian for, for another um, another uh, thing. That well, you well, well, he he said that if you get garlic in your bloodstream, it's fatal or it can it causes an infection. So basically, the, what the Ayurvedic medicine says is that garlic's good if you prepare it properly, but if it gets into your bloodstream, it's quite dangerous. Mm, and I think that maybe there might be something in that. I, I mean, it's worth discussing anyway. Well, uh, can I just say something? Uh, yeah. talk, 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 talk. Dr. Ackie, it is a Dr. round table. Ackie, feel, uh, feel free to talk a bit more noise. You're, you're letting your yeah, team I, down I, over there. Oh, come on. The Western, the Western on, Front. <laughs> He's in the Western Front. <laughs> all quiet. Uh, it's all no, quiet, look, Western Front. Uh, yeah, Dr. Acula. Like, I mean, that's the thing. We've always shown that in, 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 in uh, films in Hollywood. Like, you know, if they just keep the, 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 the vampires and Dracula away. Like, Fuck you! Fuck you! 
Yeah. It's probably a bit of a stretch, but that's Bella Lugosi who played Dracula. So. Well, no, it's not a stretch at all. As long as you got the reference. I had to explain it because I thought it'd be like just like I was saying, fuck you to noise level, which is not the case. When was Bella Lugosi? I thought it was Pacino. I'll be honest with you. I thought it was Pacino. Yes, well, I thought so. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was uh, good. Uh, not good fellas. It was, yeah, it was um, Scarface. Yeah. Yeah. But that's really Bella Lugosi saying <laughs> fuck you. Uh, the guy playing Bella Lugosi. In oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, so the actor, it's the actor from the Johnny Depp movie. Um, <clears throat> yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. All right. Go back. Um, yeah, but... Napoleon, keep your Napoleon or no, no, uh, or... me, 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 like Hollywood's always telling you, like you know, it's it's it it keeps the bad guys away. Dracula, yeah. the bloodsuckers, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And plus, also, and then you mentioned like the the, uh, the Italians rubbing it on bullets. I mean, like, and then there's silver bullets that take them out as well. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm just sort of throwing this stuff out there, you know. Hey, um, they're, they're, yeah, and so they're saying it's good. And I have heard also, I've heard that the garlic is not good for you. Even though it tastes good, you know. Well, yeah, uh, but yeah, well, I, I have heard that. Was, so. was, when 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 we got um, you know had our food fucked around with, it was um, yeah. a really cheap cheap way of flavouring food that was easily back yeah. in the. Apparently, so the Italians didn't actually eat a lot of it up until after mm. the war when there was all the good herbs. They had issues with farming mm. and stuff like that, so it was kind of brought in. And I tend <clears> to believe, you know, you know, I'm big on this inversion thing. Whatever you're told to do. Don't fucking do it. Like, don't have do salt. Do the opposite. Yes. Salt. I'm totally have with that. Garlic. I'm totally Have with garlic. That. Garlic's good. It wards off evil. Don't fucking have garlic. You know what mm. I mean? That, that, mm. so, so there's something about it. And to me, that's the biggest revelation I've heard since, um, well, you know, you know, 911 was a hoax. You know, it's, it's a real, <laughs> real um, wake-up call because it's true. They do tell you that. It's, they tell you that garlic is um, fantastic for you. Put it in your food and they put garlic bread. Go to your supermarket, you know, yeah. garlic, this garlic. Bread. So g- going with the Indians, and I'm a firm believer in Ayurvedic medicine because I'm big, mm. big into alternative health. If they say, and they do, that avoid it unless you've prepared it properly, I'm going to go with them. Mm. So, mm. Uh, what do you think, Napoleon? Definitely, I'm behind tried and tested what you, what people actually eat. You, you know, if, if a plant grows in their country, see how much they eat it. Yeah, so absolutely. yeah, it makes perfect sense. But I mean, even yeah. even just going by people who, I mean, do you, you remember the old gangsters, don't you? They were, you know, obviously, we all love Goodfellas and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's remember, a that, remember these... Goodfellas? How much gar- how much references to garlic in <clears throat> Goodfellas? Hey, yeah, oh mate, yeah. In the in the prison, yes, in the prison, slicing yeah. it with a razor blade. Yeah, razor blade. Yeah, 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 yeah. It were big close-ups on the garlics finally being sliced, you know. Mm. Like, uh, yeah, that's it, because you had to just get, uh, render it down, didn't you, so it melted in. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah. you know, I mean, it, do, it, it does explain a lot, a lot of why these, peop- these people are meant to be in the, the healthiest diet going and they don't look too healthy. That's right. But, you know, <laughs> the blood thinner, there's no doubt about it. If anyone's ever been to hospital or had an operation, like moi, several times, and they've said before you go and don't have it. Do not eat garlic. Don't eat it. Yeah. You know, oh, I'll tell you what. I've just I've just realised the elephant in the room. Exoteric. You, your fakeologist monologue um, by the computer man. That's yes. wonderful. I didn't realise you were one of the original cast of no, the Matrix. You know who sent it to me as um, uh, Johnny Clues sent it to me yesterday. <clears throat> and he said, "Do you, do you realise you've been uh, pillowed?" Because I was waiting for me to get slammed for whatever. You know. Talk, 
dropping too many names and uh, whatever. But to me, I wasn't offended. I thought, you know, it's, it's fair enough. I, I mean, I don't, talk about, I don't talk about my, whatever I did to my friends or whatever, but, you know, I mean, I worked in that game all that time, but I used to come home and just not, not mention it because it wasn't really of interest. But when someone mentions, oh, you know, we are there, and I thought, yeah, yeah, I was there, and I saw this and I saw that, and I thought I was going to get done for being a name-dropping bullshit artist, but uh, it actually wasn't so offensive to me anyway, so... But it's a big, it's a big thing to be called out as an actor, though, isn't it? Like, oh, he's he was once an actor. Obviously, yeah, yeah. he's like prayed shill or whatever. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I still haven't, I still haven't worked out the word where shill comes from. Anyway, you know, was it, is it Yiddish or where, where does the word shill come from? I, I could be. I, I don't know the origin of the, the etymology, um, but I had to look it up when when it start when the word started getting bantied around and uh, yeah. yeah the example you know, it probably comes from some three hundred year old guttural word where it's like la 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 shit you know what I mean <laughs> you know you'd be right there, someone will be able to find out that goes back to fucking Hitler's granddad or something yeah, the, you know <laughs> but don't worry you know, as, long, as long as we just use it you know generally for like people we just don't like that's, I that's like the thing that like. early twentieth <laughs> century probably from earlier shalaba of unknown origin. There you go. Oh, there you right. Go. Right. Well, you know how much we've had that word thrown in front of our face. If you're on computer, you know, these days, everyone's a shill. Yeah. yeah. And there's not so clear definitions shill. around it either. Like, I mean, it's such a broad thing. Like, do pe- could yeah. someone just come on here of their own free will and cause trouble? Yeah, they could. Could someone be getting a government paycheck? Yeah, they could. Could, could someone like Alex Jones intentionally put out information that's misleading? Yeah, they could. So where do we draw the line, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 that's what well, we're talking about, Napoleon. Yeah, no, I was saying, like, the, the, it's probably, I reckon it's got a bit of a Jewish sort of feel to it because that's what I said, they yeah. love their. Yeah, you did. And, like, shekels, uh, schmuck. Um, hey, hey, I'll tell you another. I'll tell you a really. <laughs> have you heard about. Schindler's List? Have you heard about Shock and Awe? You know, yes. Shock and Awe that we said they get the bombing campaigns, they did Shock and Awe. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, that's yeah. a Yiddish word or a um, Jewish word for. There's a word shokanor is for. There's a. There's actually a different meaning to the whole thing. It's actually. Oh, uh, I bet. Yeah, there Shekana. is. Uh, yeah, I bet. I'd like to yeah. know what it is. Same with Nazi. That's right. Yeah, and what about Nazi and um, Ashkenazi? You know, it's like that, exactly, exactly. That would that, I I don't believe they called themselves Nazis in World War Two. I nev- I've no, never seen that. Why, why would they use Why would they use that symbol though? Right, the the ancient Indian symbol with yeah. the um, the backwards the cruci- the bent bent cross. There's there's, yeah. there's so much um, uh, subliminal uh, esoteric. Um, you know, kind of what we call the stuff. It's um, symbolism or whatever. Symbolism, but it's, yeah. you know, remember when, um, was it um, uh, the guy uh, from the 18th century, whatever, he said, you will be ruled by symbols. You know, was it Russell, Bertrand Russell, uh, or one of those guys said symbols mm-hmm. will rule you. And that's so true because, you know, I've been talking about this before, your car logos, when you follow everywhere you drive, you know, you've yeah. got a car logo in front of you, you've got the Hyundai H, one of the two things. You've got Winston Churchill doing that V for victory. You've got the two twin towers. You've got this two. You've got Honda, um, basically Mazda. have all got the same symbol that you see yeah, yeah. in front of your face as you're driving. And, 
Go on. And don't forget uh, uh, e- the, uh, Eagles. Eagles, mate. Like Rome, Hitler. Yeah, um, same thing. Yeah, Eagles, States, America. America. Uh, West Coast Eagles, even. I mean, you know, I'm sure yeah, they're not, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm still, I'm still proud of my boys. Still proud yeah. of my boys. Go on. And you done well. That's fantastic. How's Manchester yeah, going awesome. in the soccer, uh, Napoleon? Oh, well, funny, funny you say that, right? Look, I'm, I'm proper... I'm not one of the United. I'm, I support Manchester United. I've got two teams in Manchester: Manchester United, Manchester, Manchester, Manchester City. City. Yeah. Manchester City were taken over a while uh, about ten years ago by um, some rich Arabs, so they've actually got better and better and better over the years. Funny thing is, is though, I've always watched both teams because when we were little, I used to get tickets for Manchester City, and because yeah. United were a bit more prominent, they never give us tickets. So I've always had this fundamental side where I don't like the rich boys, do you know what I mean? And he used to yeah. play with some of the City players and you know, all this different stuff. Um, but today, it's what it is, is there's a manager we've got and he's not been playing the game. Basically, we just... Oh, like I've, been seeing, I've been seeing a lot of stuff on Facebook about him. They're not very happy with Oh, him. yeah, well, 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 you see, what it is, is we have like an academy where young lads come through and they always come through. But what we've had in the past couple of years is um, the manager buying older older players just to fit straight into the team. Anyway, it's yeah. not working and, it, and he's spat his dummy out and he's been moaning for ages. Trouble is, when he came to Manchester... He, he's never got a house. He's always lived in a hotel. So it shows his commitment. You know what I mean? He can drop, <laughs> drop his gear at any time. Um, so today should be the last day that he's in. And then once he's out, I can uh, carry on watching football because it's been totally, <laughs> totally boring. You know when someone's um, strategies, strategies don't match the team or anything like that? So basically... Alex Ferguson retired or whatever. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think there's been three or four since then. You've had, um, you know, oh, really? a couple of different yeah. ones that have stepped in. Uh, but yeah, today should be good. And they're playing um, a team called Newcastle. So hopefully, I don't care if they win or lose as long as they play better. You know, if your team plays well, you don't mind if they win. Yeah, so yeah. So fingers crossed, by around seven o'clock tonight, we'll either have a team that is smiling or a manager that's crying. So, so it's Newcastle. So who's their Who's their number one rival? Though is it Liverpool still, or is it? Um, oh well, no, I know it's yeah, it's it's Liverpool. The the yeah. big game is Manchester v Liverpool. People will tell yeah. you it's Manchester v uh, Manchester United versus Manchester City, but it is. Liverpool I think it's Liverpool, Manchester. isn't it? Yeah. How far is Liverpool from Manchester? As as for a drive, so thirty-seven mile from town centre to so, town. Centre. Is it incredible? The the um. Distances in London or in England from, you know, you can drive from twenty miles or fifty miles, or whatever. You've got a completely different accent, tribal um, yeah. beliefs, soccer team, football team, whatever, and um, it's just so tribal there. You know, the, the within well in Australia, you could drive uh, probably fifteen <laughs> hours before you before you hear anyone sound different. But, but we, England, we all sound the same. <laughs> you well, we yeah, it's true. The Brisbane, mate, we, oh, we, we're different, but we're, we're kind of like, we haven't got that rip, well, totally well, different fucking accent. No, like not like in England. No, it, it, I tell you what, it is funny though. It is funny because you can be, um, like, I mean, it's been a, been a while, but I used to love going out and listening to you know bands, you know different bands, yeah. and they used to get in get in uh, bars, obviously six o'clock, you know, before. But when, when, when basically there's a few sound tests going on. And it was great because you'd hear people from Glasgow, 
Edinburgh, London, and you know, all over the place, all within two or three hours on a train. And then it gets to 10 o'clock and then everybody disappear again. And it just turned back into the Manchester twang. So a lot of the, a lot of the places we, we used to have a laugh with the people and you'd learn the lingo and you'd, and, and do you know what? People are mm. the same all over, obviously. I mean, we, we all know that, yeah. but I do love people that, especially not from Manchester. I, I like Mancunians, the great, you know, the, 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 obviously I'm one of them, so I'm going to say that. But I just love meeting. <laughs> you have, you have to meet. Whack jobs. Gonna I do. Love, I, I, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, they're, they're fine. But I've grown up here, so you know. But I, I mean, like, yeah. just, there's always two girls from Scotland who are mental, no matter where you go. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And there's always an Aussie lad who's off his head. Yeah, they're, they're, they're everywhere. That everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's it's a wonderful place. I tell you what, though, I think I told you this, Rick. One one day, I was in a dry bar, uh, which is just a bar in town. I'm probably going back um, ninety ninety five, and I'm just sat there having a pint, watching a band. And uh, there's a lad in front of me, with a beanie hat on, a black jacket, and he's watching the band as well. And I'm, you know, you you're both looking forward. So you, the bar's on your left. You're holding a pint. I've not seen this lad. <clears> don't know what it looks like. And for about twenty minutes, I turned around, and it was Keanu Reeves. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I was just like, hey, mate. And he said, all right. And then, yeah, I just turned around and came coming. And he just stood there watching a band. It was brilliant. Yeah, he, well, you know what? He, he's, he, when he wasn't here for doing the, the films, he had a motorbike, like a big 1,000cc, um, you know, whatever it was. And he used to just go and – he was big on the Australian red wines. And they, he'd be turning up by himself in uh, restaurants, having a meal, chatting away to locals. He was apparently – What happened? So, he's just one of those guys. Oh, you went out there. You said he was apparently really friendly. He, he was when I was hanging around. He was very standoffish. Like when when he that my only interaction with him is he came up and he asked me where um, the Trinity, you know, the girl that played Trinity. Um, uh, Fuck, what's her name? She's and she was very good looking, but he said, Where, "Where's um, tri- you know, whatever the actress's name?" And I said, "Oh, she's gone to the toilet." And he went, "Okay," and that was it. That's, that's as much as I liaised with him. But he didn't look in the eye. You know, when you look someone in the eye and you talk to someone, he, he had this. His eyes kind of looked around because he had stalkers and he had people calling him this and that. So he's, but yet I kept reading in the paper. You know, he'd turn up and he became friends with um. People that were, you know, sitting in a pub, he'd turn up and go to a gig and chat away. So he, he's just a bit of a loner, but he, he didn't, mm. yeah, he's not, he's Tom Cruise who just won't socialise with anybody and just. Uh, E64, uh, yeah. just to clarify, was it The Matrix that you were on, the original one, or was it the, the three of them. one or third? Yeah, I was on the you, three. You, you were on much. all three, wow. Yeah, that was two. two Two and three were done consecutively, right? So they did. Okay, like, yep. Like they they first did it when they did um, Back to the Future two and three. They yeah. they um, film two movies at the same time, which would be really easy to do. Mm. You know, you just mm. double the scenes up, and um, so what they did two and three. It's all about the shackles, mate. All about the shackles, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, you know, he made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what he did? <laughs> you know. He, he actually donated fifty million bucks off his profit to the produce to the 
technical staff that were probably making, you know, I don't know, probably a hundred bucks an hour or whatever they were making. Yeah. He, he donated a lot of his profit to them because he made a hundred million Put on him. off the first one. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. And I keep mm. seeing, you know, these memes about him, you know, saying all these positive things. But I saw this one the other day, said Keanu Roos talking about just eat what you want, do what you want, you know, just but stop stressing about life. Well, let me tell you now, mm. man, that guy had a personal chef, would not eat Australian food, would not touch it. He reckoned it was polluted. Really? Yeah, he, he really? wouldn't touch anything that we had. So he had a girl, which I spoke to a fair bit. She was a uh, LA um, nutritionist, uh, chef, and she made up all his food. And she said to me, she goes, I can't get organic food to my standard in this country, which is really interesting to show you what we've been eating, mm. you know, yeah. and – so they were, apparently California has a really high standard of organic um, certification. Oh. Mm. And so what we're reading when that says organic on the shelf isn't as good. Yeah. Because this chick, she, she said, I'm not, I'm not giving it to him. That's what, that was what wow. she said. So, yeah. But anyway, back to your uh, mm. nightclub. The nightclubs in Manchester, Napoleon. Well, no, no. Yeah, basically, you know, just when you were talking about um, different accents and colloquialisms, and um, e- even to the point of like there was this. You see, I right, how can I explain this? I used to, I used to disappear when I was about fifteen to this club. And it was about twenty mile away, and it was all right. You know, when you like to go somewhere unknown. Yeah, you know, and yeah. So and I, and, and I had a right ball for about six months, and I knocked around with loads of different girls in there. But it was mental. It was. It was. <laughs> where the, that's a real. That's a real Manchester word for a good night out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I used to always stay over. I used to I'd knock around with a couple of mates, whatever. And but then the next next week, I'd go down, and the other lads in there, it was, you know, it was very free and easy. You know, some of the girls were, oh no, I'm with him this week, but it was it was very relaxed. Do you know, I can't, I can't explain it. Where the, the stigma of sex seems, seems, the stigma of like, you know, attraction and sex and all these different things that like you, you have as, you know, a teenager growing up didn't seem to be a big thing towards the countryside. You know, you, you always hear about farm girls being a bit free and easy. And it was very similar to that. So um, I, I think maybe that's why I, I do like people from, not from Manchester. But having said that, there's nothing sexier than a, a Mancunian girl's accent. It's, it's gorgeous. Nice plug. Lovely plug there. Well done. Oh, no. I mean, sometimes Coronation Street, some of the girls on that. I mean, I don't even watch TV, but the. Ina Sharples. Ina Sharples. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. She's the one. She does it for me, man. Violet Yeah. And, you know, they're just meant to be like local hairdresser girls, and you look at them, no chance, you know. With Australians, like we, we, a lot of Australians, like finish their sentences with a question. Like they're always up, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't approve of it, but yeah. Uh, with well, the, well, um, night, nightly over- news has got a proper <laughs> Queensland accent. Talk. No, I you do. Um, yeah, but I, I remember as a kid, I had a, a next door neighbour that was from Manchester, and he had a, a cassette tape saying Mank dialect or something. Yeah, uh, and that was that. That was a that was a wealth of fun for us in them days. He's he's like a dog with a tin dick, and then the uh, translation was he's extremely pleased. <laughs> 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 there was a full full cassette of uh, of that 
Like, I, I find them different. There's the, the people, like I was in um, uh, Somerset, Somerset, and I was in the bar <laughs> in Somerset. Ooh, and, uh, yeah. And, you know, that's what they talk like, Somerset. Where are you from? Somerset. You know, that, and, and yet you can drive 20 miles that direction and you're going to have someone with a completely or a clipped accent that speaks, you know, absolutely, you know, that went to Eton or Cambridge, you know. From London, I'm from London, and then you've got your cockneys. I was out with a cockney on um, Thursday night, right? And he's he's been he grew up. He, he was a, like a lot of war orphan, but he was sent over to go and live with his auntie in New Zealand in 1963. He then came to Australia in 1979. He still sounds like he's straight out, you know, picking winkles from the. Um, you know what I mean? He's, he hasn't lost any of his accent. Yeah, yeah. You get Scots like that as well, eh? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I hang out with a whole. I hang out with because where I live is a real kind of ex-working class suburb that's still got people that are managing to have lived live there because they're flatting with or sharing an accommodation. They're all you know bricklayers or carpenters or labourers or whatever they are, and they've like particularly the Scots. These guys are more Scots than Scots. You know they're. You know, you're rock, you're talk like this, you know, you're you know, you're going to do it. It's like all the scouse guys I hang out with, and I just lost a, one of my best friends died on uh, Thursday, and he was ex, he was a, uh, um, he'd been in the uh, French Foreign Legion and deserted when he found out his brother was sick. He wasn't allowed to leave, so he just deserted, and then he went back to wow. Manchester, uh, back to Liverpool. Then he jumped ship and got on a ship and ended up in Sydney. And I met him back in the eighties, and the guy's just the salt of the earth. Like you meet the so affectionate. Like you be walking past the pub, and he comes staggering out and kiss you on the head, you know, and just hug you, you know, and bash his fist onto his chest, you know, like you know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Is that right. his time in the French Foreign Legion, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, he was in the French Foreign Legion. <laughs> uh, did, did your friend, did your friend that joined the French Foreign Legion, like, did he join because he had a broken heart? He just joined because nah, he would have joined because he wanted to get smashed and fight people. <laughs> <laughs> and and he, oh, said, okay. he was oh. just that kind of guy. He was just he, he would have been. He passed yeah. away on Thursday from cancer. Oh, sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, yeah, it was it was bad, man. I'll t- I'll tell you a funny. Well, I'll tell you. I might as well start now. Bringing death into <laughs> the room. Pardon, pardon the pun from Dave Joe. I was going to I'll tell you. you know. I'll tell you. I've lost in the last week for two people in uh, New Zealand that passed away from can- aggressive cancers at age 50, same as me, 54. Um, they passed away. They weren't close. One, one was my a little a girl I grew up with, and she was the most beautiful. You know, your first crush, you know, when you're, when you're eight or nine. She, that was her. She was just absolutely beautiful. And then I found it. My brother rang me, sent me a message. She just passed away from cancer, and I thought, "Oh fuck!" You know, it's miserable. Then another guy from my class, he same thing, died. Do, and then do you know what? Just let me just let me in a, in a row there. I'm going to start saying they, they passed away from poisoning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, the chemo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, that's what it is. Anyway, so anyway, one, yeah. the other night I was walking out from one of my jobs. This is seven months ago, and Billy was walking along the road. You know when you're just meant to bump into someone at that right time? And I come walking mm-hmm. out of a door just as Billy was walking past us, the ex-Foreign Legion wow. scouser. And we've given that, you know, had a hug and 
talked and stuff. We hadn't seen each other for ages. I said, what are you up to? And he said, oh, he goes, rah, rah. I got that. He goes, I got the, I got the fucking news, you know, and he's got the, um, the, he's, he's gone, you know, he's got, he's got lung, lung cancer, which has spread to his lymph nodes and whatever. And I, so I went into his, the, the pub next door and we ended up talking. His brother, who's a fucking mad, mad Frank, his name is, which is apt to, he was there and we, it was good seeing each other. And, and I said to him, I said, man, you got to fight this man. You, you know, do something. And I knew someone who had lung, bowel, and stomach cancer at the same time. Instead of going, I'm going to die, he went and researched on the net some various things from America. He got them sent over and he spoke to his oncologist that he found that said, yeah, you can use them, but, you know, we'll do a bit of this and a bit of that. He's now healthy as anything, driving around age 64. He played for the Balmain Tigers. You know, he's lived a life. So he'd be nearly 70. He beat the three. He, he beat the three hardest cancers ever. So I said to Billy, I've got someone that's beaten these. Let me help you out. So I got the details, sent them to him. But he went to his oncologist who said, no, no, don't use them. Just, you know, do this. Chemo, chemo, chemo. He's, he died oh, on chemo. Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, chemo, um, chemo, it's just ridiculous, man. Keep it's poison. It, you, know, you know what chemo is? is. Get, guess, guess what chemo is. It's ridiculous, it's, man. It's ridiculous, man. <laughs> it was used as mustard gas in First World War. It's the same mixture of... Um, is that right? Ke- yes. So when you take chemo, it's mustard gas. Guess what mustard <laughs> gas did for... I, mean, I remember back growing, being you know, you know, 12... Uh, no, I would have been eight or nine watching Anzac Day marches, all these poor old guys, the dawn service, yeah. coughing and spluttering and being pushed in wheelchairs. Mm. So mustard gas was a real thing. Uh, fuck anyone that says it wasn't. And they're now using the, they're now using mustard gas as chemo. Same exact cyclosporin, all those different poisonous mushrooms yeah. injected into your body. It'll kill you. So anyway, so I'll kind of lead to a funnier story. But anyway, he passed away. My sister, who knew all all these guys as well, she went in to find to have a drink with him on Thursday, and she rang me and she goes, "Oh, Rick, you know, um, I've just found out." Someone else has died, and she handed the phone over. And another friend of mine, who I used to work for, she passed away on on last Saturday of a brain hemorrhage oh, yeah. after after having cancer and then doing this and died. And I was like, "Fucking!" Hell. I was like, "That's four. And I was walking mm. back to her place to to I left my car out the front there, and she said, "I'll pick up some flowers and we'll drop them at whatever." <laughs> and this is kind of funny, but not funny. I went to get the flowers from this little hole in the wall florist. There was a sign on the wall, and it said "Rest in peace," whatever. And the florist is dead. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he he died. So that was five. That was five. And I was that chemo. Was that chemo? He died. I don't, from... I don't know, but he's dead. <laughs> and he's yeah, dead. yeah, go on. Sorry. So that's five, five people. And, and anyway, so the next day, I've gone to my doctor because I thought, fuck, you know, I'm not, I had a sore jaw from talking too much. I think, or just I dislocated. <laughs> I've dislocated from doing impersonations or whatever, but I, every time I chewed, it was really sore. And I thought, I'm a hypochondriac, by the way, just quietly. Oh, mate, those pills the other night, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, anyway, I've talked. I've talked into the doctor, and I walked in there, and I'm talking to my doctor. Uh, no, sorry, I'm talking to the receptionist in there, who I'm on first name basis with, because every time I feel a bit funny, I go and get a test, blood test, whatever. And um, <clears throat> we ended up talking away about how many people, and she told me these stories. 
one of them, right, that last week, a 21-year-old girl came back from overseas. She complained of chest pains and stuff like that after getting off. She'd been, I don't even know what country it was, 21, healthy. She got this flu symptoms. Her heart shut down on the Tuesday. They were trying to get a heart transplant organised for her, and she died on Wednesday of a flu, right? 21, nothing wrong with her. And so the mm. Rick, you but, said this was going to be funny, man. I'm fucking nearly there, is it? I'm talking away to the receptionist, right? And she's chatting away to me, and we're talking about all the different people. She told me that story. Anyway, as we were chatting away, a guy, a guy came walking in, and he's gone, Oh, sorry. He goes, sorry, I, I couldn't make it yesterday because I, I had to go to a funeral. And me and the receptors turned around and just burst out laughing because, you know, here you've just been chatting away. Man. <laughs> we, were both, we looked at each other and went, ah! <laughs> and this poor guy's gone, what? you know, like, what are you laughing at? You know, and then walked back out of the room. Mm. It's just, you, that's the only way we can cope with all this death and all that. You just gotta, you're just got to find the funniest bit of it. It's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you can't yeah, totally. get miserable about there's, there seems to be a, a lot of, as, as in my mind, lots of people dying. And anyway, I then I'd, last week I've been around to see a friend of mine who's a dodgy character from way back, right? And he used to he was a bouncer for the craze in London in the '60s, right? If you, so you can kind of get where he where he is at. And we started talking about the old days and who we knew and stuff like that. And he was going through his phone, going talking about stuff, and all these people, right, that were the dodgiest characters you've ever met with no karma left. They're living a life of luxury. And I said, oh, so I said, oh, Bill here, I said, he'd be dead. But he goes, no, 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 he's fantastic. Oh, he's t- terrific. He's just come back from the Philippines. You know, da, da, da. you know, like everyone on his phone, everyone that I could name was like, a, he was a baddie that was an old gangster or a corrupt cop. They're living the life of Riley man. So, Basically, the comeuppance here is that there's no justice in the world, and you just got to not be get too serious about anything. You know, there's no karma. Karma doesn't seem to work. The people that I know it takes a a long fucking time, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, the people that I seem to know were all non-smokers that all live live the nice life, they're friendly. Yet this other guy knows all these hardcore villains, and they're all fucking happy and having kids and whatever. So. I don't believe in karma anymore. I think karma's a hoax. I I kind of agree a little bit with that karma thing. I think it's just – I think it's – sorry, I'll put my mic down. Yeah, yeah, I I think it's it's, – if someone someone fucks you up, some someone does something shitty to you, rips you off or whatever, and you go, man, I want to get my revenge. I want to fucking do the do the same to that person, you know. Yeah. And all of a sudden, no, no, don't go the peaceful way. Just calm, karma will get him. Karma will yeah. you know will get him. To me, it's a psyop. It's just to stop. So if someone rips you off, say just you know some some. It's a protective anyway. thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I believe they put that out just to go, nah. And so it's a perfect like uh, defense mechanism for so these the whole guys. You know, like, just go in there, do whatever mm. you want, confess your sins, and you're going to be right. Right? Yeah. That's a story. And, <laughs> yeah, and also, yeah, I go, go on with it. It's like the Christian belief. Sometimes I just go, what the fuck? Like, Turn the other I cheek. remember seeing... Yeah, yeah. Cool. I remember seeing... Uh, this is ages ago, like decades ago, and this 
family, I think it was in America, and their daughter uh, was murdered, probably raped and murdered. It was horrible. It was all in the news. Yeah, yeah. And they interviewed the family, and they were full-blood, full-on Christians, and they interviewed the family, and they, just, and they were just like, oh, you know, like, you know, we forgive. We've forgiven them. We've forgiven them. He's done it wrong, man. but we've forgiven him and stuff. And I'm just, I'm just thinking, man, this is the perfect – Defense mechanism for that. pricks that go around doing this shit, you know, yeah, like they yeah. know so, that the Christians are going to just turn yeah, the other fucking cheek. Yeah, particularly the Christians. Turn the other cheek. It's all good. Yeah, forgive, yeah. forgive, forgive, forgive. Exactly. Now, back exactly. in the old days, you know what they used to find when they've been doing these, um, there's a great show with that Tony, um, what's his name off, Blackadder. He goes and digs Robinson. up the place. Tony Robinson. Yeah, Tony right. Robinson. Yeah. They're, always oh, finding, they're always finding in these, the Pete Moores, you know, someone that's been chucked in there. Yeah. Bound and gagged, and they reckon that these were the guys that back in the old days they didn't have karma or justice or turn the other cheek. It was like, this is what you get: you rape someone, throw them in the peat bog. You know what I mean? Mm. That, that was our. It was natural justice was served by people that you know got affected by it and actually didn't turn the other cheek. And you know, have you seen the amount of recidivance in rapists? You listen to any crime show. There's guys that have been rapists, murderers, and they get put in jail for six years. They get forgiven, mm-hmm. let back out, rape and kill again. Yep, forgiven, yep, forgiven, forgiven, rape and kill again. Yep. Now, yep. back in the day, that wouldn't have happened. It was like, you fucking did that? Fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Go on. You know what I mean? Exactly. That, that, that's the yep. way it's – that's justice for you, you know? Like, act on, the, act mm. on your gut instinct and you, you raped and murdered a, a child and you want me to put you in jail and forgive you? No, 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 no. Yeah, 20 you years. Get, 20 years. Yeah. You, get, you yeah. get 20 years taken off your life, Stick mate. Stick him you in know? a fucking like, bog, bound and gagged, upside down with a weight around his neck. And that stops yeah, the problem right away. But I, I, for the people that get chucked in the in the peat bog, these wankers, like at least like a thousand years later, they're going to dig them up and they're going to go, "Wow, <laughs> yeah. like, absolutely wanker!" Anyway, I'm losing my faith. I'm losing my faith in garlic and karma. That's two big things yeah. that I've always thought were there. But I, I'm yeah. now, and, and you know. One of the friends that passed stay away. away from, stay away from Buddhist vampires. <laughs> I, how hyped is the whole? Remember all these TV shows started coming out in the probably late nineties. There was um, first blood, not first blood, blood something. You know all these pro vampire. Oh, things. Yeah, I've tried to watch it. I know the one you're talking about. True yeah, blood, true blood, true blood, right? True, you know, true blood, yeah. The heroes yeah. of vampires chick now. Flick. Yeah, yeah, chick flick, and, and then there's um. Uh, you know, American Psycho. You got all these things where the 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 bad yeah. guy's the good guy, the bad guy's the good guy. And then you've got that serial killer that goes around. Yeah, and gets... what was that? Yeah, what what was that? What was that called? I watched the first. Yeah, an ex girlfriend. We were discussing this the other day. The amount of shows oh, like uh, Breaking Bad. You've got the meth dealers that you know supposedly the goody. It's, it's there, there we go. There's, here's the Orwellian double think. There's the meth dealer. Causing misery, yep. ruining families, yep. killing people, and I can yep. I can name a handful right now that I know that died from that. Mm. There's the hero, he's a meth dealer, but he's your hero, and that show is the one of the most popular shows ever done, mm. ever. So what were you going to say, Noise? Let's let's give Rick a little break oh, so his jaw doesn't uh, lapse again. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember uh, what was I on about the um, oh, we were talking about. It just you a watched the ago. first season of Dexter, you said. Oh, Dexter, that's right. Yeah, look, I I a girl. Ex girlfriend, like she said, like oh, she was all into it. It's this this series. It's like 
this guy's gone around like he's a serial killer. He's murdering people, like, and cutting them up and doing all this disgusting shit. But you know what? At the end of the show, you kind of like him. You know, you kind of you kind of like him. Yeah. And I'm going like, what the fuck? And so I gave it a go. I, I downloaded the first series, and, man, I watched the first episode. And at the end of it, I just went, <laughs> man, I'm not going to. I'm not going to buy into this shit. This guy's a fucking wanker. He's going to make, I'm not going to glorify that shit. Yeah. There is the angle, though, that he, he does take out the trash. Like, he has a set of principles and he only kills what yeah. deserving people. So there's that. It's like kind of for yeah, the masses okay, to okay. sort of a, go, yeah. yeah, let's get, you know, it lets them blow off steam the same way politicians yeah. give you someone to hate. It's, it's yeah, all that guy true. got his just yeah. desserts. He got there, his come up. There's, a method, you know. in their, there's yeah. a method in their whole direction that we're going Madness. in. Madness. Yeah. What I think about there. Dexter specifically, though, did you notice? To me, it, it's not advertised as a as a like a comedy show or a humorous show, but to me, mm. that's just dark humor. Like, there's actually so many funny, witty things in that. It's not, I'm but it's sure, not, it's not sure. ever referred to as a comedy. But it's written completely like a, a just a dark comedy. You know? They've got 15 writers writing that show, right? And they sit around doing a big round table before the, each episode, and they know exactly what they're putting out there, and they're going to add humor and. People have got a natural thing about revenge and stuff like that, but once you make the bad guy the good guy, we've got the um, whole inversion thing going on again, which is going on everywhere. Yep. Yes. They've done it with the Bible. Totally. They've done it with the Bible. They've, they've completely inverted everything. We've got um, – the, there's a great – I think it's Michael E. Jones or Michael E. Someone, he, he's done a big study into this, and he said that our um, court systems are based on inversion. So you've got – you've got to go and put your hand on the Bible and swear an oath, right? In the Bible, it says, never swear an oath. It says it quite clearly. Don't put your hand on anything and don't swear on an oath on anything. Yet our court systems are based on Christianity and swearing allegiance to the Bible, where it says not to do that in the Bible. So we're inverted in our whole legal system. Mm. Yeah. I was actually listening to Crow Triple Seven. Yeah, awesome. uh, I love him. Love him, fantastic. Dude, I, man, I love him. I've actually just, I, I'm about like twelve or something shows. I've only, I've got the the second hour. I've got two, twelve or fourteen second hours. I haven't even discovered yet. You know, I can't. How much wait. does it cost and to join him? Because I'm, I'm quite five, keen on that. five bucks US, five bucks US a month, and you, you can just do a one payment, five bucks US, and you can download every fucking show. In like half an hour. Okay, and well, he, he, he's good and he's got Jason Lingren. He's awesome. Yeah. Jason Lingren, yeah, he, yeah, poor old Jason never gets a plug, you know, we always forget about him. And he's a muso. He's, a, he's actually he's a muso. He's great, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of, the, yeah. one of the best pro ones recently, like him and Marty Leeds did some stuff. And Marty Leeds' stuff is incredible, absolutely incredible. He's, he's, the, he's the mathematics guy living in Hawaii now. And um, right, yeah. they had a great talk. So it's about three podcasts ago. Well worth getting into. I'd yep. love to have a second hour yep. of it too. Oh, mate, dude, it's it's like five bucks US, mate. It's like seven bucks or something. I paid it the other night for the um, – it, it's fuck all. And, man, this guy's all about – like I love his comments like, you know, Monday book burning and all this sort of stuff and, you know, belief is the enemy and knowing and words yeah, are meaning. I, I, fuck, I love his – man, he's a fucking awesome. Ha, <laughs> ha. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Anyway, sorry, Night, carry on. Nightly news, nightly news, have you heard of Crow Triple Seven? No, I haven't heard that name before, but some of the little oh. sound bites that you were saying there about words matter and 
But uh, I've, I've I've scanned through so much stuff that I you know I, I just don't know people by name. But um, when we end up talking about them, uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, go well, nightly news. Look, uh, just if I, I thoroughly recommend it, man. Like it's one of my top podcasts. I, I Crow Triple Seven. It's spelt Crow with two R's. So mm-hmm. um, check out his his. Prof, it's professional. It's, yeah, he, it's he's, so he's, good. He's been, he's been taken down big time on uh, YouTube and stuff, and he's very aware. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the censorship he, really, is big time. Yeah. So you've got to go behind the paywall to speak to his. Stuff because he won't say anything because he said that everything that I say on YouTube will be removed and I believe it because mm. I've seen them getting pulled down big time. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, I cut my teeth on YouTube and I saw the big cull. Um, like the Las Vegas shootings was sort of the end of the party for me. Um, yeah. A lot of it's come back now, but everybody's all tight-lipped. It's not the same as it, it was, you know. Back look, when look I, if you want it, if you, the best stuff on uh, the Las Vegas shootings is Marty Leeds did the, the, the breakdown of it and. Um, Go onto his podcast and find out. Look, look into the um, Las Vegas shooting because he's the one that tied it in with uh, the whole. It's basically the whole Bible story. Hello, hello. Done it. They've kind of inverted it and used the same numbers and digits. And the guy that finds the guy that does that interrupts the shooter was he shooting? His name's Jesus. And it's yeah, just- yeah, yeah. There's a lot in it. There's the the two the 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 one that didn't get much coverage that that I was all over was the um the Ferris wheel that never got built had the two pillars um in the yeah, yeah. Thing, yeah. Thing. yeah. Oh man, and 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 John Paddock Paddock's the name of um the the a demon in the the um Macbeth story. There's yeah. there's all these. Oh. It's just fucking unbelievable, man. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 I think that it's a real trigger one for me because, like, my whole truth is, oh, that doesn't sound like bump stock. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Have you listened to the actual recording of the shooting of the actual thing? It's like, it's like bang, 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 bang. Bang 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 bang. Yeah, that's that's supposed to be the the bump stock. Yeah, it's just bullshit. But some of the other stuff was like belt fed. I was I was right into it. It's the high watermark of my hoax analysis kind of thing going on. But um, yeah. Another thing that was interesting about that is that the the sound analysis of the shots, and nobody ever said that there's actually three. Distinct um, sounds. They think that that was caused by the, the, this running the sounds over um, audio. So the so basically they were recorded. The sounds were getting coming out over the loudspeakers, and that's why it could move. Oh yeah, but what I mean is when when you're being shot at um, from any great distance, when it's close, it, it's not so prevalent. But I've I've actually got a like a World War Two training uh, film here where they got, um, you know, some recording equipment and with with uh, the video and, and the, the recording, they showed how there's three distinct sounds when you're being shot at. You've got the sound of the round cracking overhead. You've yeah. got it registering at the fall of shot and then you've got the, the, the sound of the, the actual um, gun Finger. firing. Yeah, and, and you, it, I mean, if you've ever fired any of those weapons, man, you know you, you you know you're standing on whichever angle. If you 
in front of it or at the side of it or behind it, there's three two there's three completely different sounds. You know, subsonic yeah. ammo. The 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 ammo is subsonic, so it, it's really high pitched if you're in the front. Behind, not so different. It's, uh, yeah, so they've definitely done a lot. Yeah, of well, a lot of it to me was sounded like it was going straight overhead. A lot of the the you know the registers was just you know clack 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 clack, and I was going, man, that's the that's the sound of a bullet going overhead. It's and there was no fall of shot. There was only like two fall of shot in camera view that I seen out of all the footage that I watched. Did, did, did you see, though, on camera, 20,000 people with mobile phones scanning, putting pictures of pe- people's brains exploding? In this, if that was really happening, there would have just been exploded bodies everywhere that would have just been horrific. There would have been... Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, I, I argued with a lot of people over that one, and they, they did have footage of this guy running from... Body to body, you know, with you know, the, blood the, I didn't find con- I didn't find it convincing, you know. No. But to and, somebody, and who- the shoeless, the shoeless guy. As soon as I heard that one, I thought, "Fucking on!" I've heard that one before. As a guy oh, said, you, you, "What's, what's yeah, your take yeah. on the shoes? What, what's your take on these empty shoes?" Oh, shoes symbol. are the most yes, yes. common theme you see in all hoaxes. Yes. It's oh, for sure. Yes. Have you Napoleon, got a story Napoleon, you must have heard the shoe one before. Napoleon's just away for a few seconds. He'll okay. be back shortly. Uh, okay. I've I've heard it, and I heard it, I was listening to the podcast. Uh, it's Sage of Quay. I listen to him a lot, yeah, and he he always has a he's great. And I and I he gets a guest on called Ollie Damagard. Yeah, and he, um, he's yeah, got his own yeah lighthouse or house light productions or something. And he did one on the shoes just recently yeah, with, he's um, fantastic. Sage of Quay. Oh, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. And he's yeah. just saying all these fucking fake shootings, man, that there's always a, a, a shoe <laughs> that's been left Did over. you hear the interview, though, when the guy, the guy goes, they're talking about, um, you know, it was a CNN reporter or a Fox reporter interviewing a guy, and they said, they're talking about the shooting, and he suddenly goes, so what happened to your shoes? And he goes, well, I, I lost one as I was climbing over a fence. And then he proceeds to talk about So to me, how does it happen, mate? Are you wearing comedy. slippers? What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why when people go, well, how can you laugh about that? You know, and, and, or talking, you know, me bursting into tears talking about someone mm. dying. Thing. You've got to realise that it's a, it's a co- elaborate comedy if you yeah, like they're, they're laughing at us, mate. They, they, I just went to get a beer up. from the fridge. I got back to my desk and one of my shoes was missing. It happens, people. It happens. <laughs> I just yeah, just, many, off, KIAs, just come undone. <laughs> okay, well, look, I've, I've, I've actually got – I haven't found this um, yet, but, you know, I had some recordings from when um, when I was a teenager uh, dealing with um, the Holocaust um, not as a hoax at that time, but, but uh, like, because I was sort of adamant, oh, well, if this happened, you know, everyone should, should know about it. I was the weird kid that, you know, watched shows about the Holocaust or whatever when everyone was saying, uh, shouldn't he be out there playing football, you know? I'm like, no, no, it happened. We, 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 you know, everyone should know about it, you know? But I remember <laughs> back in those days, the, the, the shoe, like, they, they had, like, a question they asked. Yes! The, sure. the, the chick at the, the, the Oswich thing, she said, oh, we yeah. had a questionnaire about, um, you know, what was the most uh, moving part of the, of the display, and we were quite surprised when they said the, the piles of shoes. We didn't shoes, think, yes. that, yeah, we didn't think that that would actually. That goes back to it's a Masonic thing, isn't it? It's a Masonic it, symbol, it, the, the shoe, the shoe. Is, 
Yeah, um, yeah there's something. I think one there, shoe definitely. off in all those bombings, I think, is kind of masonic mm. when it's always yeah. one shoe missing from people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the Auschwitz <laughs> thing, just planting. The pant leg uh, rolled up is the, there's a masonic uh, angle. Well, that on too. Just the imbalance, the dual, yeah, dual yeah. duality, I yeah. guess. Yeah, but no, I definitely remember that 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 interview where the where the the, the yeah. Jewish lady was going, oh yeah, we're quite surprised, and um, yeah, it's good. So we've rolled out um, you know, the the suitcases now, and the the um, you know, the uh, spectacles, and the barrels, and the thing. Yeah, you know, that's that's how they were approaching it. They were like, oh yeah, we, we got the feedback forms out, and we couldn't believe it. We'd spend good marketing over here. Good for tourism. Um, good for tourism. All, all we had to do was make a pile of fucking shoes, man, and I'll fucking search yeah. forever for that fucking interview. And um, yeah, nightly. <laughs> Nightly news uh, with yeah. the shoes. Um, uh, there was a guy called David Cole. He's a Jewish oh, guy. Back in the- he's, yeah, he's, he's great, mate. He, ex- yeah, he exposed it. And one of the things I think it was from him. He said, "Look, the the in that because I've been to not Auschwitz, the other one, um, Dachau. Oh, and I've yeah. been there, and I remember remember the um the the the, the shoes in this glass cabinet, and and actually for some weird reason that the shoes. Like, they must have had so many shoes, but for some reason, they had to have a ramp behind the shoes in this glass cabinet. So there's there's no – it looks like there's a lot there, but there's not many. There's a big wooden ramp just to, behind it just to sort of bump it up oh, to make it yeah, like yeah. a big – yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just a little thing I remembered. and um, But, yeah, David Cole, man, wow. He got death threats and stuff apparently. Oh, yeah, I rediscovered him. He's, got a, he's yeah. got a YouTube channel now. He's um – David Cole, David Stein, because he he went yeah. underground, he went underground and and but I discovered his um his his channel. It's it's really entertaining. He's such a comedian. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and also also David Cole, I believe he he went tried to get into politics or become a governor of a state or something like that. Yeah, man, that's his, and, that's his book. Yep. yep. Yeah, and and he he he. I don't think he made it because an ex girlfriend something pulled something out. Um, something personal and it just tarnished his image. Oh, outed him as David Cole, the Holocaust denier. Up until that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that was it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So so now he's so now go find his channel. He's going like and and here I am in in the the underground bunker where I eagerly await the kiss of death making YouTube videos (laughs) like some fifteen year old girl doing makeup tutorials. Yeah, vast improvement. Thanks for that, darling, you know. <laughs> and, this is not funny, mate. We're laughing about the Holocaust. Dude, this is serious, man. Well, I'll tell you what is serious. I see nothing. I'll tell you what is serious, man. Okay, there's, there's supposed to be six million um, in in the Talmud that they had to come up with this number for six million. Right? Yeah, yeah, they love that. They love that number. Six million had to be killed. Okay, yeah. so that's that's in, yeah. b- before the Messiah can come. It's almost like mm. the temple has to be rebuilt, right? That's a requirement. Okay, divide, in the takeover, divide, yeah. divide six million by six. What do you get? Three hundred sixty yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, I like those numbers too. Kind of, there's, there's some kind of Kabbalah number involved with them. But here's the problem. Had... Here's the problem. If there was not six million that were killed because they needed to, um, you know, bums on seats to make Israel a thing, what do you? What what's coming? Mm, yeah. You know, like the, the, um, these these people don't actually sort of 
shirk on their um, sort of, you know, prophecies, right? Everything, so is, if, everything is done by the number, by yep. it's, everything is Kabbalah or um, whatever. So there's the symbolism in each number that's used. And that's why you're saying, I'll tell you a good one. This morning I woke up, right, at 8, eight o'clock. I switched on uh, 2GB because um, I, I listened to a show on 2GB every day uh, on the weekends, which is really good. And the first news story came out was seven dogs, seven puppies, and they weren't just normal puppies. They were the cutest puppies you've ever heard of. They were um, red, Irish red setter puppies died in a house fire. Guess mm. where they got? Guess where they died? Seven Hills. Seven, seven puppies hills. died at Seven Hills. Wow. It was a really depressing story, you know. Like, and, yeah. and this is what I call about the shock and awe. You've got um, stories like you got Bill Cosby, you, you, you know, the, everyone's favourite comedian that was your family's yeah. favourite. He's jailed for rape. You've got mm. Rolf Harris. England, Australia, New Zealand's number one family-friendly comedian, jail for you know messing <laughs> with um yeah, kids jail, jail for the other fucking yeah. These, uh, these, things, these things are breaking us down emotionally. Unless you've got that sense of humour that bursts out laughing when you hear about a funeral, that you're gonna, <laughs> that you're gonna um get depressed and you'll be on antidepressants. It's there's a, there's a thing going on. At the moment, that's the pre- keeping us miserable, depressed, like all these car accidents that are like the Canadian uh, uh, ones that Ab has been pulling out the um, on fake on fakeologists the, uh, the the basketball team or the hockey team that all died. You kept miserable by these news reports. And as soon as I heard, you know, I'm picking up now on the numbers. I can just as soon as I hear a number, off, that's strange. Seven puppies died. Seven, oh, yeah. Guess whose number seven is? Seven is God's number, right? What's yeah. God backwards? Dog. Does. Yeah, yeah. Dog. Yeah, no, seven, I know. I totally. Yep. The, seven the whole dogs God died. thing. Seven dogs died on the same on the on the sixth of October, and the um they were killed by fire in Seven Hills. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it, it, was a, it was a cremation. It was a cremation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, now, so you're given these another, another holocaust. You're given <laughs> these numbers all the time, you know. And I've I'll put that link to the thing that I picked up on Monday. I was in a Thai restaurant and I picked up the Daily Telegraph Sydney and I, and, and I was reading a story about Jay Z and Beyonce and it said Jay Z Jay Z Jay Z gone a, out with what a friend. lovely couple. Yeah, they gone out with the friends <laughs> and they had. They'd gone to a restaurant and had 13 bottles of wine. Then they'd, um, or then they'd, then, then, then nine of their, um, nine of their friends had decided to go to another nightclub. While they were there, they ordered 11 bottles of, 11 bottles of, uh, whatever. They then had a meal, and guess what that meal came up to when they added it all up together? It was $911. Oh, really? Yeah. I've got a photo of that. And I took a photo of that. We're being played with here, like oh, with, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And 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 we, once you pick up on these things and you start seeing it, yeah. and then I, you know, then I'm here. I go and repeating myself, but your speed limits. You're going through from from me to Sydney. I see nines and elevens the entire way. It's ninety <laughs> or one hundred and ten. Ninety, one hundred and ten, or the right. exit will be awesome. six point six 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 point five kilometers. Will be the next exit. Yeah. Six point five. What's that add up to? Hmm. Eleven. 
You know what I mean? It's like so when, when, start, I, when I first started out, right, yeah. and on the YouTube, I got a, I got a bit of a dose of like, the, oh, there's these number codes. I, I was like, you know, what's these hoax codes? You know. Yeah. And so I went out, um, you know, into like, like a babe into the woods looking for, uh, you know, this, this, the answer to these hoax codes. And uh, the codes are sevens, codes are 33. One of the first channels I came across was called Jurassic Liars. And this guy was sort of mental. He, he, his code system sounded like a Beavis and Butthead uh, segment or something, you know. It was like... <laughs> and all the, all the, uh, you know, the, you know, this guy's got cock in his name and all this sort of shit, right? And I, was, I saved, I saved this guy because I just thought it's so funny, you know. I thought, ah, oh, you know, this is no, I'm actually looking for the actual codes, right? So I, I saved yeah, this guy. That's yeah, a- yeah, because I thought, you know, I'll never find him again, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you gotta, you got to check out this guy, man. He's called Jurassic Files. Jurassic he was that crazy that they left him alone forever, you know, but now he's up to, like, Channel 27. Nick, it's gone. But- Channel 27, 2 and 7, 9. Yeah, or twenty. I don't know what he's up to. Yeah, but you know what I mean. He's been through. Yeah. He, he was he was on the, the same channel forever, and I thought, wow, how come they they're not attacking this guy? You know, totally calling out the the Jew and all this sort of stuff. His name was Jurassic Liars. I take the Jew <laughs> out of education, you know. But his code system was all based on like, um, you know, the 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 windows. He's got the in his name, you know, and all this sort of shit. And I saved it because I just thought it was that crazy that, that I'll never find it again. And you know what? He was making three videos a week, man. His code system was fucking being fed all this ammunition. All these news articles fitted in with his, with his code yeah. system. With the, 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 other, the, the other day I picked up a book. It was called – I've got it upstairs somewhere, and it's, it's a book on – it was one of the first books that came out on um, this whole um, – like pedophile networks and bits and pieces. It's a very famous book that I won't be able to, I won't name it because I can't remember the exact title to it. Oh, you put it in the comments. It was the Psycho Something of America or um, something of America, Psycho. Anyway, and I started reading and some of the biggest stories, one of them was this Johnny Gosh story about the young boy that got abducted in um, America and he turned up and, People said they found them. What's that thing that Alex Jones went to, the um, giant owl, the... Uh, oh, Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove, right? Yep. The narrative of the story... I don't like putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> Do you understand me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm at a lunar surface. I love it. This is Alex Jones. I'm at a lunar surface. Nobody died. Nobody got hurt. And, and, and anyway, I, I was reading the story of the, the particular abduction and it said, you know, he delivered 13 papers, you know, and he had nine, nine people. It was, I started going, hang on, these are the same numbers. Like they were nine, 11s, 13s, you know. Sevens. Uh, sevens is a big seven, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine, I 11, love those sevens, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This, the whole story of that actual abduction was full of those same numbers. And then I looked at the names of the people that were responsible and there was a guy called, the bad, one of the bad guys' surname was Wad. W A D D Wad, and then there was someone called Cox, and I went, yeah. "Hang on a minute, this is just these are just names that are like, you know, like sexual references. Like Johnny Wad was um, 
Johnny uh, Bond, yes. He's a famous, <laughs> the porn star, what's his name? Um, porn star, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, John Holmes. John Holmes, right, that was his nickname. Yeah, John- so all, these, all these people yeah. had the same kind of names. Yeah. This book, and this book has affected and started up so many different people's um, theories and, you know, that these, this is happening. And then we were talking, I think I was talking the other night, I ended up get, getting onto that Fiona Barn, Barrett or Barnett. Barnett, but, yeah, yeah. That ring. You got, yeah, you got to give her some room. Like, there's there's some pretty wild shit amongst her stories, right? Mm. You got to have a pretty open mind to to, to sit she's, and listen to. She's her. accused every actor and or personage in um, entertainment industry of being a pedophile. Then she started on. Um, she said that she was five and she can remember President Nixon getting flown to America and President Nixon was there. And being oh, tried. Man. And I, I think it's thinking, uh, that's Bathurst Town Hall, man. Like, the, the, she's the got all chopping getting, heads. Yeah. Now, now, what this is called is you're getting some truth. Like, she's accuses um, Nicole Kidman's father, the psycho- psychiatrist, um, yeah. Professor Anthony Kidman, who yeah. I would say was definitely involved in this mind-fucking that they're doing with psychiatric centres. She ties up him with all this other bullshit, and that once she's found to be a, proven to be a liar, it exonerates all the people that actually did do that thing by... Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, like, yeah there's, a technique, there's a technique being used by her. Yeah, but, and, they, and they also say she's got like this... That she, the, you know, some of the opinions about her that I've seen are that actually she was... She, a lot of the stuff is true. She was... Done it, but she's got <laughs> Stockholm syndrome, you know. You know, you know what that cool. is. That's like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Falls yeah. Over the, the yeah. your, your abuser. Yeah. Well, well, Jan Irvin got her on straight away and interviewed her, <laughs> and he used that trivia method he's got, where it's, you know, who, went, who, what, when, and why. She yeah. filled the pieces within four or five questions. She couldn't answer back, and he just canned the interview and said, you know, this, she's bullshitting. It's not true. Yeah. What she's saying is complete lies. So I, I, even though he's the most controversial of all of the podcasters because he's so <clears throat> abrasive, as far as I'm concerned, he's actually one of the best because he actually really does, you know, grill people and look at the user trivium, which is clearly was used by the uh, Jesuits for their education system. So anyone that's gone to a Catholic school using a Jesuit system is really well educated and they've got critical thinking um, can question things, don't believe everything they're told, you know, be, you know, look, there's, there's techniques of finding out what where a story's full of holes. Yeah, Her they're also possibly Jesuit fucking agents, though, you know. It's mm. also Maybe, but at least you get, as I said, the 98% bullshit. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Truth, 2% bullshit. So at least you can use your stomach instinct to go, hmm, that's an issue I, I go with him with a fair but I'm pretty pretty clear with him he might maybe is 98% truth even if he is 2% bullshit I'd rather hear I'd rather hear someone that's saying 98% truth yeah well there's there's a lot of stuff on Fiona Barnett's uh, website that's also probably 98% true as well but you've oh, really got to have a thick skin oh, oh. To, to listen to her because her stories are just Pretty hard for a normal person, even for a conspirator or a you know for for you know someone with an open mind to listen to. When you, yeah, yeah. It's, when it's quite, there's a technique involved. Though. I think it's either called muddying the waters, where you when someone comes out with a um, allegation, 
you go in there and say, yes, he did that to me. He, of course, was doing it to me, and he did it to me on Mars. And straight yeah. away, you, you look like an idiot because... Oh, yeah. No, there's some, there's some really, yeah. really good ones there with the um, the the, uh, the confessions from the, um, you know, the the death camps or whatever. Some of the actual um, confessions from the death camps, you know, what they said they did, that's, you know, that's their approach there was they had to confess, you know, because, they, they, you know, they'll probably... If they didn't convert, you know, they made a deal. Like, you know. As I say, I, I wasn't there. I'll, I'll go with this one with that whole thing about the, the World War Two stuff. Yeah. Um, they were definitely moving people about, and you know, like they wanted to fill up um, Israel, so they would have moved people and do that. I, when I grew up, we had a convenience store not too far from me, and they were from, they were. Would identify as Jewish, I guess. They yeah. had tattoos on their arms, and and they kind of tried to keep them hidden, but they they were tattooed with numbers on yeah. their arms. So, yeah, be be them Polish, be them, um, you know, whatever nationality. They were definitely had ugly looking numbers tattooed on their arms. So, yeah. so like a something barcode. Was, or... yeah, no. it was it was it was a it wasn't a barcode. It was just numbers. Yeah, yeah. same sort of thing. But yeah. but um. They actually, um, the Germans actually say that they did do that, you know? Yeah. Well, but the, those, those, those Jews that you met that, that had the, the tattoos, I mean, like, more than likely they weren't Zionist Jews. They didn't be- believe in the Zionist, like, doctrine, and that's why they were put in there. Because I saw this video from uh, Eustace Mullins talking, just Recently, I'd never seen it before because I love Who? Eustace Mullins. Eustace Mullins, you never heard of him? No, no, he's big, man. Oh, oh he's huge, man. Dude, check him out. He, he's dead now, sadly, but he he exposed um, the Federal Reserve for what it is. He yep. got Ezra Pound out of prison because he oh, was. Oh, okay, yeah, they up. put him for mental yep. issues. Yep, yep. Uh, but the thing is, he, there was a video, and I can, I can link it, I'll, I'll chuck it on the show notes. Um, all of a sudden, he's just doing a talk, and in a, in his nonchalant way that he talks, he just goes, "Look, oh yeah, you know, in World War Two, what the story was is, yeah, they concentration camps, yeah, they 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 rounded up Jews and they chucked them in the concentration camps, but the the Jews that were put in there were the guys that were not like true Jews, not believing in this Zionism." Uh, yeah, yeah. BS. Look, 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 what's and, happened? And, what's, and, what, what's happened? But, yeah. but the thing is, let me just let me finish. Yeah, but, the, but they put them in. They're the non-Zionist Jews, and the guys that were running the concentration camp were Zionist Jews in German uniform, of course. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, they didn't German uniform. <laughs> Those Sonder commandos were 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 special uh, commandos. They're the guys that that make all the videos about oh you know we stacked them in the gas chambers and all that sort of stuff. They're oh, called Sonder son- son- Commandos, but yeah, no, that's all right, that's, okay. That's yeah, no, they, know, they, they weren't yeah. in German uniforms, you know, like that. There was it, they the story is it'd be like two SS guards with machine guns with fifteen Sonder mm. Commandos that were actually ah. doing all the work, you know, or or, or whatever. Mm. They're the guys are supposed to pack them in the oven. Well, what, what what's happened? Is that you've got your genuine people that can identify as being Jewish that were the people that were being rounded up and stuck in wherever they were and then shipped off to there, yeah. and then you've got your top class using their name as a 
you know, to, to blend in, like your George Soros is, you know, bragging about, um, you know, openly bragging on that interview on 60 Minutes America that he was selling pr- the properties of these people that were getting rounded up and shipped out of certain areas. And he bragged about it and said that when the, when the guy said, did you feel bad about that? He goes, no, no, you know, it was just, you know, it was quite good. It was no problem. Oh, hear the special sound. And go. You're on Australian Paleontologist Roundtable having a discussion on whatever we want to talk about, controversial or non-controversial. You're listening to Exoteric 64, the amazing uh, noise level, who's me, and night, n- nightly news with a K, all the way from <laughs> Queensland. And Napoleon Wilson, our special guest from Manchester City, live on fakeologistradio.com. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Audio Chat on fakeologist.com. Hello, all fakeologists. We have another question to Aberrator's email inbox. This one is from Steve in Arkansas. He asks why are there so many Australians on fakeologist.com? Well Steve, the reason is that Australians love fakeology and media fakery. Many Australians don't have an Alex Jones or a David Icke like North America and Europe has. Australians crave a truther who can represent them and so they look to Aberrator who is more than willing to be the lead truther for Aussies. Australians are starved for a person like Aberrator who can lead the charge against media fakery and expose the lies in the news. That's why you see John Labon, Veloset, Exoteric 64, Silver Beam, Announce of Salt Per Day, Golden Skid Mark, Rolo and many others come desperately to fakeologists searching for truth that Aberrator provides. Even though Aussies weren't affected by 9-11 they want to be affected by it so they have a good reason to come to fakeologist.com. Fakeologist is a place Australians want to call home and Aberrator will take these refugee Australians into his home and treat them like they're his own family. If some unforeseen terrible event happens to Aberrator, the Australians on Fakeologists will be there to carry on the website. Aberrato needs his Australians and hopefully Aberrato can take a trip to Australia to thank Australian fakeologists for making fakeologist.com as popular as it is. Thanks again Steve and remember fakeologists to submit your questions to Aberrato at him email address, I'm at fakeologist.com. If you like this audio and want to support the site in a small or big way, please hit the PayPal donate button on the side of the fakeologist.com webpage. You can show your support for as little as $1.19 a month by subscription or one-time donation. Thank you for your support. Hello everybody, we're now on the third part of our 
open mic discussion on Takeholders Australian Radio Roundtable. And you're listening to Exoteric 64, Nightly News of the K, Noise Level, who's me, and Napoleon Wilson, our special guest from Manchester, was our producer, Mr. Bellosat. Good evening. Going live. So let's change the subject to something less controversial and talk about uh, the weather. No, the can I add something? Can I? Yeah. Can I just add you, you what you were talking about before? Yes. Uh, you were saying how, like, you know, uh, something about like uh, everything you watch is depressing as hell, mate, and the laughs yeah. is not there, the comedy's not there, you know, and mate, I. Because I've, you all know that I, I love my film, and they, the, the comedies, like we worked it out. Like when was the last like film, decent comedy, that came out that yeah you, you actually screamed out laugh and just cracking up in the corner. Yeah, I'll, I'll go and, straight back with that. With that, with it be the great Jewish um, comedian writers like um, the guy, that, the man from Two Brains, and All of Me, yeah. uh, Paul Reiner. Yeah. I mean, these are Go films that you would sit there holding your Caddyshack, stomach. Caddyshack. Like, Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Wasn't the guy that – yeah, yeah he, I'm he sure was. he was Jewish, the guy. Well, he was. He, the guy had a Ghostbusters. Wasn't he the guy at a Ghostbusters? Yeah. The original? Yeah, that was I can't remember the, his name. The, the, Bill Murray. Uh, no, Bill Murray. No, it was the other tall skinny no, Bill Murray, with the glasses. Tall with the glasses and the black yeah, curly yeah. hair sort of. Yeah. yeah. Just, he, I'm pretty sure he did uh, Caddyshack and shitloads of others. Mate. And all I'm saying is, there are there are just no the last good comedy I believe or I saw that I laughed my head off was probably way back in 2012. I mean, so it's been fucking six years. <laughs> which which uh, movie I was have, that? I actually it was called uh, with J- Jason Bateman and uh, Ryan Reynolds um, the, the 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 swap or the switch. Yeah, okay. something cool like that where they yeah. Uh, well, that's just me. I I found it fucking hilarious. Um, is it the I, I thought Office Christmas, Office Christmas Party was pretty good. That's probably the most recent one I can think. Of. You mean the Office as in the the series, the or, American one? Oh, no, the, no, no, no. It was just out on its own. Office Christmas Party. I think it had uh, that ba- okay. Bateman, Jason Bateman. I think it was reminded me of it. But um, yeah, that was that was the last one. I just lucked that out of the machine. My favorite, my favorite movie of the last. 12, 14 years is Waiting for Guffman that was written by oh. the guys that did um, uh, Spinal Tap. Same crew. Oh, wow. Right. Okay. Well, I haven't it, seen it. I've you've done, got to watch yeah, Waiting for it. Guffman. It's so... Oh, right, done. Yeah, okay. Good. It's it, it's a mockumentary about a amateur mm. theatre director who's a raving homosexual, but he's, he denies it through the whole film. You know, it, and it, it, it's the guy that played um, Nigel Tufnell in Spinal Tap. That, you know, number thirty. Okay. I wanted to turn my amp to eleven. My amp goes mm-hmm. to eleven. He plays. A, oh, well, I've, I've got. A, well, let me interject here because the yeah, the one that's made it. me. I've got to tell you, it's what we yeah. do in the shadows. Mm. You oh, know, the, the, the New Zealand Australia uh, New Zealand vampire film. It's so. Oh funny. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, Flight that's, of the Concords, lads. That, yeah, oh, really? that's, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, <laughs> Thai, 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 um. Tyre, Taiki Watiki. Yeah, he he did um, the directed the Thor movie recently. 
that in itself is a really funny film. He is funny, and he's, well, if you want to watch some really good New Zealand comedy, watch Boy, which was his biggest movie. And he okay. did um, a, a movie recently with um, uh, called, um, oh, God, it was about, um, oh, gosh. It had, anyway, Sam Neill and this young Maori boy play um, an adopted kid um, with his step, grumpy stepfather. And he's now the, the, the actor that plays in the um, Hunt, for the Wilder Pe- Hunt for the Wilder People, it's called. I've, really, I've seen really it. I, I always look when I do find a good director. Uh, I always look to see what else he's made, and I've seen that advertised. Yes. So I will watch that now on yep. recommendation. Probably enough, though, I've got, I've got another New Zealand film fact. Come fucking don't forget, I'll ever fucking say that again. Um, <laughs> yes, do, do, do you know when they released Jaws, right? Uh, not Jaws, um, yep. I'm saying Jaws. Um, it was um, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yes. Yep. Right. Well, there's a, there's a bit in it where Steve Martin goes up to the front desk and he's trying to order his car and he says, I want a fucking car. Yeah. Fucking now. Yeah. And he's literally <laughs> 18 fucking, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's, and what's funny it's is as well, it's the, it's the teacher, it's the secretary from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, so she's just sat there. Yes, looking, yeah, that's you know, right. Yes, yeah. she's, she's, a, she's a common actress, that one that pops up. And, oh, yes, she is. So she funny. Is. But it, it is, here's one for you. This is how funny it is. It's, um, it's like in other countries, they, they bleep that out to make planes, trains, and automobiles, um, you know, for the kids. Yeah. But in New yeah. Zealand, no, they didn't. They just left all the fuckings in. And it was a PG. <laughs> That's so the kid it destroys yeah. the joke. Yeah, it just kills <laughs> it. And might, I add, might, I, might I add that the, the, the woman that at the desk that he's trying to order a car, I mean, she kind of reminded me just suddenly just of that uh, Super Tramp album, the, the waitress on the yeah, front. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, a little bit. It's a stretch. It's a stretch. On the same subject. On the same subject, I was watching Top Gun mate, the other night, and I've got I've got a clip. I've got, I did I got my mobile out. I was pausing it all the way through, and there is an American Airlines jet when yeah. when uh, Tom Cruise is like you know drowning in his sorrows at the bar because Goose is dead, and Kelly McGillis just rocks up, and as he's rocking on the dirt, there's a American Airlines jet just coming through. And there's a there is a waitress there just flashes through holding a drink, uh, you know, on a tray. And I I don't know, mate. Like I said, I'm always stretching it, but like, and there's <laughs> other shit in that fucking film, man. Like, wow, <laughs> it's like, it's a great film. It's a I still I yeah. love oh. it, man. But oh, know, I mean, you, you, you know what the film's really about, don't you? Uh, according to Tarantino, it's about a one man struggle with his homosexuality. Yeah, oh, right. there is there are so yeah. many gay. Fucking it's classic. I can plug another comedy, though, and a Netflix show that just came out with the second season um, last week, and, and that's Norseman, which is like the black humour version of Vikings. So that's oh, pretty yeah. Funny. Oh, yeah. Norseman. Okay, thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Check that out. Hey, hey, hey you guys want, to, want to, uh, another little pick, another movie recent? Oh, um, up, upgrade. 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 Yep, yep. Uh, worth worth a look. Check it out. Write it down. And that's it's a bit. Sci- is it sci-fi? Sci-fi. I'm not going to say nothing. Just just worth a look. Trust me. <laughs> I know spoilers. I, I I just don't do it. I, okay, so I'm just giving you little hints. You're giving me hints. It's good. I like it. 
Norse, oh, by the way, the name the name you were looking for earlier, Ramis. He also did a uh, Groundhog Day. Groundhog oh, yeah, yeah. guy oh, from oh. Ghostbusters. That was pretty funny. How, 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 did he, how old Ramis? That is a classic. That is a fucking classic. How yeah. Ramis? I love it. Some, yeah. Just something about the, Bill the, Murray, though, isn't it? Yeah, no, oh, he's classic. Uh, <laughs> and the other movie I was thinking of was The Change-Up. I think that's with Ryan Reynolds and Jason Bateman, The Change-Up, worth a look. And back to Bill Murray, did you guys see that footage of him at the Academy Award when he's waiting for, like, best uh, comedy act or whatever fucking tro- tro- you know, award it was? He was in the running, and there's there's shot to him because he didn't get it. And mate, he, he fucking he's swearing and he's losing it like where he's sitting down, just going, "That's fucking bullshit, mate." You know, I can't uh, it's on yeah. YouTube. It's worth a look. I'll find it. I'll it, find it. I mean, I mean, I if you just like him to do that for the act, though, you know, because I mean, yeah, he, I know, but nevertheless, there's going to be someone there that takes that serious. Yeah, I saw the Billies. Yeah, yeah, it's classic, dude. Anyway, where were we? I think we've done the movie bit, though. It's a nice scene. Yeah, so let's move on. Let's move on. It's not all about film, mate, you know? Remember to live (laughs) your life. There is is a lot in the film, though, isn't there? That, that, um... Oh, what's What's the the terminology for it? Were were you pre, uh... Pre-active programming. Pre-active yeah. programming, yeah. Totally, totally. And so, yeah, that, mm. another movie that came up about that that I'd seen recently, in a, a, another channel, YouTube channel did a on it, and it's worth going back and seeing, and that is the Mel Gibson uh, conspiracy theory. Maybe oh, yes. Watch that again. Yes, we'll probably yeah, watch that yeah. yeah. a couple of videos on it recently. And who was the bad yeah. guy? It was the guy from Star Trek. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I said this the other one? night. It gives us all a bad name, you know, driving around in a taxi, talking to himself all the time. It's just yeah. pe- you know, painted to be the absolute uh, lunatic. Yeah, plus the the creepy, um, the creepy uh, stalker aspect of it as well. That's what turned me off about it. But there is a lot of great stuff in it, and um, the it, uh, we've got to go, we go with this ninety eight percent truth, two percent bullshit business. Because that's what it is. Mm. You, get, yeah. you get good stuff. But you get you get two percent that can really fuck it up, and that movie really fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, you I, know what's I, good I, about that film when he when he's what? when he's talking about the conspiracies, he actually does them in order. So it starts off with the fluoride, and, da, 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 and then it yeah. just gets worse and worse and worse. You yeah, know? and that's pretty much the way they were released on the, to the internet. All people talk. It's about brilliantly well. brilliantly done disinformation, basically Hollywood. Yeah, well, it is Richard Donner that film. And he did, in my he opinion, did. he did direct, he did direct 9-11. In my, just, he, may just well, he, he, may well, he may well have done, because I mean, when we watch um, Wag the Dog, you get, the, you know, that director that he goes to, they get defined to do the direction Dustin Hoffman yeah. plays that. So there was someone that did it. And if you look into, uh, what's his name, the other director that went, um, exposed a fair bit of stuff and then died of cancer, which is very odd. Aaron Ross Russo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he seemed to have a fair bit of information before he died. You know, he was hanging out with John Rockefeller's John D. Rockefeller Jr., who said to yeah, him, but, "But Rick, Rick, don't you think that's a double buff? Because obviously you've seen be. trading places. You know, you know all the references in trading places to do with the Twin yeah. Towers. Oh, and by the way, I found another one in it the other day." In it, um, Eddie Murphy comes in dressed as like an African fella from an African country on the yeah. train at the end. Oh, trading places, yeah, yeah. 
yes and he says uh, happy new year or you know many new year so he, that's a reference <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to 911 yeah. being the coptic new year and oh, that, that's that's oh, when the twin towers nice fell one. and obviously the coptic the coptic um one of the fellows Seven, was solomon and yeah. um nebuchadnezzar ended up being the reincarnation of saddam hussein so literally yeah. Yeah, nebuchadnezzar burning down solomon's temple and that's yep. called the Zeru Babel, blah, 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 whatever it's called. But yeah, these, the, the Aaron Russo angle, obviously he was a, he was a whistleblower, but he was to release information that was um, um, relevant in bringing on this war of terror, when in actual fact we know it's all media fakery. Yeah, yeah. Keep them you know, scared. Keep around, scared, they don't, keep scared. Yeah, it works. All you've got to do is turn your telly off and you're no longer scared. That's right. Well, I mean, you and be cynical it because it's, it's be, not it's not fearful anyway, is it? Yeah, you just keep cynical, and and it upsets so many people when they go, you know, why, you know, why, why are you scared? You know, and you go, it just doesn't work anymore. You know, you're not going to be scared once you work out it's just a fucking elaborate hoax. And how uh, how scary was it after the Manchester bombings with all the troops walking around and? Well, here's one, Phil. Daddy's uh, on the night that happened, the next yeah. day I'm in work and I'm chatting to a lad and he knows, he knows. I, I said to him, all oh, right, so here we go, we're going to get the usual bullshit. He went, yeah, I'll get a load of this. So I said, go on then, what? And he's top lad, cool. He said, um, about two hours before it happened, he was taking his dogs for a walk and he takes his dogs, he lives, um, he lives like on a main road where it's about, about three miles three or four mile out from uh, Manchester town Daddy. centre where this happened. But he's yeah. still only within, you know, four or five minutes if you're in a, you know, an armoured car. Or, you know, you know, police response, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. just said there was loads parked. There was loads parked at the side. Yeah. At, li- literally. And I said, what time? And he said, oh, two hours before that. He says, this was, I goes, I'd take my dog out at 7.45. He goes, and this supposedly happened at fucking, just gone 10 or something. So there you go. But yeah, and he said there was all police there ready. But this was four mile away or three mile away on a on the main road. Yeah. You know, yeah, so, but I mean, after the event though, didn't they have troops walking around like it was fucking Belfast in the seventies? Like it well not not to no? that extent. No, no, because it was it was May. It was more more along the lines of there was flowers everywhere, you, you know you know, you know that type of thing. Oh yeah. I mean, if you did have troops, it was probably just around where the incident happened. But there's another thing. I mean, I'm not on Facebook or anything like that. But I know people who, you know, talk about Facebook and, you know, all these different things. And I asked a lad the other day, and he's, he's dead well known. And I, I said to him, have you, have you found anyone yet that's been injured by this? And he went, yeah, one person. Because I say to him, you know, go and see if you can find me someone. Because I'm sceptical about anything to say on the square box. Um, yeah. and, he, and he said, no, this person got hurt exiting the place. Yeah, trampled or something. No, no, and that's 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 all of it, and that's that would been. Yeah, well, that was it. It was it was a very so, definitely. Awesome. Okay, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm not going around saying no one died, yeah. no one got hurt, because I'm not even falling for it. I'm I'm just going. I'm just laughing. I'm I'm going right. I don't understand what's going on. What happened? Seriously, you know what I mean? What happened? I say this to people, what happened? How many people? They go, 22 people died. Everyone's running around getting fucking bee tattoos. Everyone's um, doing little charity events and raising money. And I'm going, right, who's, who's died? And no one's telling me who's died. You know, they go, oh, no, no, what it is, is it's for money. 
It's for charity. Oh, yeah, they're rocking those um, Patreon <laughs> things afterwards. Oh, wow. they're like street-sweeping machines with bees on them. The emblem of Manchester has been pushed right to the forefront because, obviously, it's the bee, it's the worker bee, it's all that bollocks. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, hey, there you go. You know, all the cabbies, all the bins got new. Um, the street sweepers are now look like bees buzzing around the place. It's, just, it's like a fucking Harry Potter. <laughs> awesome. Oh, a lot of the bins great. were replaced first as well. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you, you know the propaganda. They'll get it out there. The university. People come into it and go, oh, God, look what happened. A 22-year-old killed 22 Played. Hello? Hello. Oh, you're still here? Someone cut out? No, I'm still on. All right, cool. Everybody still here? It was just Napoleon that was having some issues. If you want to to continue on, guys, for 10 minutes, and then uh, Rick will take you out because we have another guest joining us in 10 minutes' time. Yeah, no worries. No, well, all, all I was going to say that all I was going to say there is I just oh. I don't look into it because it was a 22 year old killed 22 people on the 22nd, and you ah, know B. Was, was it, what, what's the what's the second letter of the alphabet? B. So that's two yeah. two. So B B. So bees. Manchester bees. 22 people dying. Do it's all the bees. Bees. bees yeah, bees, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you, you know, and like, look, it is a spell. I'm not going to go prison for denying that the spell's not worked on me. You know what I mean? But I literally treat yeah. it as a spell. I don't even get into that. No one died. No one got hurt. And like you say, because I'm in the middle of it, I, yeah. I, I, I'll, be honest, I'll be honest with you. It's not It's not stopped my views, but what it has done, it's given me some prejudices against people who are talking about it. You know, when I heard them talking about it, they were just, I mean, stupid, real, really moronic things and things they said. And I was just like, right, so I can stay away from you now and stay away from you now. You know, do you know what I mean? I, could, I used it that way. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm. Well, it's, it's great to get a, um, to, to get a, a bee's eye view of it, though. <laughs> Sorry, I was just a pair before because my fucking phone deleted me from this track. So, um, I'm back. I'm back. Well, you, you missed a good that's bit. Good but... to have you back. Oh, I'm, yeah, I bet that's it would have been, been the most amazing bit that I just missed. Incredible. <laughs> you, you, you've been off watching that um that Top Gun, haven't you? I have. Yeah. Oh, mate, dude, trust me. It's it's really oh, worth a look again. How mate. Bad, it's how... fucking the amount of references in that film, mate. I, I haven't even started, man. Like, but there's the names of all yeah. the are pilots. they making a sequel to that? I think they are. I hope not. I hope not. I think they I are at the moment because yeah. they, they won't Go be able to. Because I saw with, some photos with, with the other Tom? day with Tom. With Tom, next year. There were some <laughs> terrible before and after shots, and they had um, a picture of Kelly, um, the beautiful actress. What's yeah. her name? Kelly. Kelly, Kelly McGillis. McGillis. She's looking like yeah. an old bag lady staggering down the road yeah. with grey hair and a big bear gut. And then they had <laughs> poor, poor Val Kilmer, who's had cancer. And he, the poor guy's absolutely right. decimated by cancer. And, At the moment, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. He, lo- he had throat oh, cancer shit. and he can't speak. His voice is like, it's, 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 I think he talks like this now. Like, he can't oh, even speak shit. properly. It's really just tragic. He didn't really have talking parts anyway, though, did he? 
Top Secret. Top Secret, he fucking owned and Top was, Secret. Was, oh, how yeah. awesome was that movie? Top that was, Secret is the best that film. That was brilliant. Man. I loved it, man. Loved it. And, and it had Peter Cushing. Peter Cushing was in it. Yeah. Omar Sharif. Omar Sharif. They just had the best cast from hell, you know? It was hilarious, mate. And, and oh, who was the guy? Remember the... Remember oh, yeah. the, the, the um they had the um it was a Kango fucking drill as the anal intruder. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's them zuckers, isn't it? Them zuckers. 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 Yeah. Yeah, they're in everything, aren't they? Flying high. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that what yeah, that was yeah. fantastic too. You know. Great yeah, movie. The Yanks, but, the Yanks have called it airplane, didn't they? We got caught uh, flying not, high. No, we got airplane. There was a whole of disaster movie started coming out. In the yeah, seven. but I'm I'm pretty sure the Yanks. You know how different countries. Yeah, you're right. Are, are you right, man. Yeah. I think yeah, you're right. I think it was called airplane, and it's just a plane in a knot. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, um, a- and we had flying high, and mate, I don't know which one's better. I, I prefer flying high. I thought a fucking classic film. Yeah, 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 remember, yeah. yeah was it, it. Remember, remember when I used to wake up in the morning and sit on your face and wiggle? <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, one of the my the favourite bits in that movie is uh, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. whenever when that chick's losing it on the plane, and he goes, like, "Don't worry, I'm a doctor. I can I can handle this." And he just grabs it, and all of a sudden starts shaking the shit out of his across the face. There's a long line of people to shake her. <laughs> yeah, 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 with a baseball yeah. bat and everything, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen, he did some great movies. The whole Naked Gun series, yeah. uh, Spy oh, Hard. Look, yeah, yeah, funny the, guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he just said that it was a classic dry because he he came out of um he was. And that incredible science fiction movie from the um, uh, the moon or something, yeah. No, 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 no. That was based what? on the Shakespeare. Here we go with Shakespeare again. You know, with Shakespeare yeah. turning up, and it was it was the Tempest, Tempest and it, the Tempest was turned into the Forbidden Planet, mm-hmm. and he yes. was the lead actor. And have you that? That was the best science fiction movie. And you know what? The There's skin. sexy women in that. Sexy woman in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the daughter. The the gr- growing up. Watching science fiction, you had this garbage like Flash Gordon, bad special effects, and like. But the Tempest, I mean, um, the Forbidden Planet had that invisible alien that that they fired those ray guns at, and it kind of it was special effects that last that impressed. I mean, me and my mates, I mean, watching that back in seventy two, seventy three, which was ten years after it was made, we were blown away. And um, back in the, going back into special effects. The the very next movie that that was as all that blew everyone out of the water was Two Thousand One Space Odyssey, which was probably done about seven years after that. And mm. the, we jumped, we jumped the ship as far as special effects go. All of a sudden, uh, Two Thousand One Space Odyssey just fucking came out of nowhere with the most incredible realistic special effects. Whilst we were normally watching these crappy, you know, spa, you know. Jetsons and all that shit back in the, <laughs> yeah whatever the, lost the, the, in space the, lost in space the jump between special effects that arrived when we got um 2001 space odyssey was like the difference between uh black and white <clears throat> it was diff- completely and then, and then in 1980 or something the, the aliens moved yeah well that was a, the, the, yeah the, 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 things moved progressively you know i think there was a 
I think Solaris was done in Russia. Um, that, that was a really good science fiction movie done in the late 60s. But American science fiction was – it never looked real until 2001 Space Odyssey suddenly appeared. And it was like mm. – people just sat there. No one could understand a fucking – bit of that movie they were just like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that was literally yeah, what people man, were saying i, I remember that. it i, I remember when, it as when, a kid when, my... <laughs> yeah when, when, when you hear the when you hear the esoteric uh, like the you know you find out that um you know uh, the guy that wrote the movie was a mason uh, yeah. um that who came up with the whole satellite network theory you know old arthur arthur c mm. he came up with our satellite theories and there's all of a sudden this movie comes out and no one can understand a word of it. But when you listen to pretty much anyone that does a good analysis of that film, it's just so symbolic with Masonic symbolism, you know, oh, the, the black yeah. cube, the black cube the, or the black um, mirror, you know, the big whatever it was, that square thing. Yeah, there's, there's an actual name for it. Someone said it. I can't remember, but, yeah, go on. Well, yeah, it, it, just, it, just, it was just mind-blowing. Because I, mm. I didn't see it till about 74, but I remember my friend right. coming home and going, me and Dad just went to see Two Thousand Space Odyssey. I said, what was it about? And he goes, oh, I can't, I, I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, want to ruin it for you. Man, I was the same. I was the same, man. Like, I went there, my, we had a babysitter, this chick, me and my brother, she, she thankfully, she decided to take us to the, the films and it was, you know, 2001 and Space Odyssey. I would have been, God, I would have been five or six, yeah. you know, years old. Probably the same <laughs> and time I watched it. Yeah, and I just went, afterwards, I said, what the fuck was that all about? But, yeah. oh, mate, I, I didn't say I didn't enjoy it. I just went, man, that was just. Oh, that was cool. It was I, cool. I, I don't know. Yeah. It had, it had like, these actors, like it had um, Kia Dalla played the, the main guy who mm. popped in on a few Kubrick movies, but it had the guy that played um, an English comedian that, this is Rollo would have been straight in this one, that played, there's a show called um, Rising Damp with Leonard Rossiter. Yeah, I, I remember <laughs> it, yeah. Well, Leonard Rossiter was in uh, 2001 Space Odyssey as a, whatever he was, he just pops in. He's and one of the funniest I've ever that, seen that, in my oh. life. Yeah, I know it. It's the guy. It's the guy. Um, yeah, it was. It was. He was li living the in a life flat. Life and times of. Yeah, and he had no, no. Bench... Yeah, he same yeah, actor played the life and times of. Um, yeah, he, he Reginald Perrin. Ger Gerald no, Perrin. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you, Reginald yeah. Perrin. Yeah, my dad so, yeah, loved this that. Why, this is why we got um, Napoleon in this conversation because this man knows stuff. <laughs> no, I just, I just want. Do you remember? I was just young watching telly like you guys. You know, the, the, yeah. we, well, fortunately, we got the good programming, didn't we? Oh, man, listen, there's no comparison. Back in the day, like in New Zealand, we had two channels. Up till 74, we had one channel. But we just had BBC, 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 BBC. <laughs> and it was fucking quality shows, man. It was like really good stuff. I didn't, I didn't get to where I am today, but Yeah. <laughs> What was his name? What was his boss's uh, name? CJ. 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 Yeah, I, didn't oh, go, CJ. I, I didn't go. I didn't get to where I am today with listening to the fakeologist.com. I just <laughs> program. You know, that, that's what he was about. Oh, there we go. You're listening to Fakeologist Radio Australia. Listening to Napoleon Villasets producing Exoteric 64 Nightly News. And one other 
who is noise level, who's me, talking about <laughs> shit. We're talking about whatever we want to talk about, so enjoy. <laughs> You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Audio Chat on Fakeologist.com. Within this system of idiocy and mental manipulation and casting spells on each other, to point the finger at one distinct entity within that seems to me to be insane. But if you're going to point a finger at one distinct entity, you've got to start with the man in the mirror. They all want to blame other people. no one wants to do once you start pointing the finger at the guy in the mirror if you then want to start pointing the finger at other people by all means We're listening to a great Aussie band, Fuckwood City from the Cosmic Psychos. <laughs> You're on Fakeologist Australian Roundtable. We're sitting here with uh, Esoteric 64, which is me, Noise Level, which is me. Napoleon Wilson, a legend from Manchester, the great music centre of the universe. Not in use from Perth. Bella said our amazing producer, and coming up soon is Scottish's own El McPherson, Kalito. Your big pot in, baby. Fantastic. <laughs> we're all standing oh. to attention and we're all wearing big good day, mate. Well, good day, mate. Good day, mate. <laughs> good day. Hello, Kelly. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? are all good. Good to hear you, baby. What's happening? We're all, well, we're just sitting around talking shit. Which is basically what this is pod- podcast about, and that's what it's, it's light-hearted banter with no arguing. You know, I've got to jump in. I've got to jump in. Yeah, no problem. Because you know, the the, the fake Australian, um, the fakeologist Australian roundtable spells out fart lads. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, man, you're a dog. Only if you make roundtable two words, Napoleon. It's not supposed right, to yeah, be. Yeah, well, yeah. No, there you go. Then you're listening. You're listening. Fart. <laughs> oh, hello, Kelly. Sorry about that. Hello. No, I was just thinking, like, is it talking, shouting that, uh, like, I don't know. I don't know what you're supposed to me in for. I'm kind of an academic and that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. I've got, I've got, a, I've got an Australia joke. What? Yeah, bring it on. I found earlier on. Right, here we go, right, ready for this one, man. Australians don't have sex. Australians mate. Australians mate. <laughs> Sorry, man, that was no delivery, but and then there was also a uh, hold on. Why wasn't Christ born in Australia? Because they couldn't find three wise men or a fucking virgin, mate. There you go. 
And I never know Joe. Good to hear your voice. So we're talking about absolutely whatever we want. We're talking about Kubrick's movies. We're talking about, oh, God, anything. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Ah. The word you were looking for was monolith. Monolith, monolith. The space movie, I think. I've only seen that about a month ago. Go ahead, Craig. Sorry. All right, yeah, I'm saying, I think I've only seen that uh, space movie, the Kubrick one, about maybe a month ago. That's the first time I've seen it. I'm oh really? Not movie knowledge, not really. Yeah, it was it was a movie that just kind of popped out of nowhere, literally back in sixty eight, sixty nine. Yeah, it was impressive, like the look of oh, it for yeah. its time. Oh, it was, mm. and if you, it, it, it gets a lot of credit for the front front screen projection thing that he uses uh, yeah. in the ape scenes, but there was a lot of other stuff with the space where he would put a mat a mat in the camera, right, to block out a certain part of the picture so you could expose the film twice. So you'd film it once with the mat blocking out the spaceship, then you go film your spaceship right. model with the mat blocking out the background. Yeah, so yeah, this is like all razor work on the film and all kinds of crazy stuff that he was pioneering. And it does yeah, look superb and it stands it, up it even today. Like, there's nothing, nothing in those days that looked anything like what he did. Oh, no, it's dead aesthetically pleasing, you know what I mean? Like the, like the inside of the uh, spaceship and all that, it's just got a, it's got a nice, uh, like it would even be considered a more, modern kind of look right now, I think. It, I don't yeah. really know the term. Yeah, look no, what NASA no, no. give us, all these fucking laptops and bloody Shit. drills strapped to the walls, and it's just <laughs> total horseshit. <laughs> it's shit everywhere. The big, the big tip-off for me was when... how they take a dump. Yeah, when they, <laughs> so, when they do their, their green, the, the angle, you know how Eric Debay talks about the two angles, either the, the zero-G long angle or the, the short angle where they're all hanging on wires? The big tip-off yeah. for me is when they, when they talk to school kids... They've got yep. Sennheiser wireless microphones. And I'm like, they're ground-based. Like, if you were sending microphones to space, you would be using some sort of NASA microphone, not a it's fucking what? Sennheiser that you can just buy at the local audio shop. Yeah, yeah. No, they big fucked time. up with that one Good. big time. Oh, and by the way, they do show you using the toilet in 2001 Space Odyssey. You see him reading the instructions. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it really looks complicated. <laughs> <laughs> and the wee, like, it's like in a sort of... Vacuum pack thing, the food looked mental. Yeah. But like, maybe the, I'm just thinking like, folk maybe don't, does that, does it, the movies fill in a gap? You know what I mean? Like, uh, they provide all the kind of, you know what I mean? Like, the, um, the sci-fi oh, aspect. I, 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 I learned all that my that biology from Inner Space. Remember that film, uh, Inner Space? Where they go, yes. yeah, literally, that's, uh, my, my biology yeah. has Meg changed. Yeah. Yep. That is, I still, that is how I think. You know, the body works. There's a new space movie, as I know. And it's, uh, I was quite surprised. My sister told me, but it's, you know, how they usually avoid, like, let's just avoid the moon and shit. Like, you know what I mean? You get that impression? Because it's so obvious, this, the footage and all that. But um, they're doing a, another big movie, uh, I think, to do with it. So this will be, I uh, look at this and know that sort of thing. I'm, yes. I'm a man. Yes. Oh. One giant leap for mankind. 
that wee bit there is, is quite convincing, though, isn't it? <laughs> oh, man. It's so crackly. It's convincing. Yeah, just that so lots of distortion. Of <laughs> yeah. And crackly, it sounds a bit fucked up. That is, I, I was convinced by that. <laughs> Well, they were on the moon when I said that. A lot of us were. I've just never really been that into the space thing, the, uh, all that sort of a thing, but like, I was a wee bit fucked up when I found out the moon land was the real. You and everyone else, Kelly. I mean, it was like. It's like getting a religion, crazy, proof of a religion thrown out in front of your face that was I, you, you believed just, in something and it was thrown out the window it was like uh, see my niece when she's watching TV sometimes not now um, you get to kind of have a look at exactly why that is you know what I mean because they are moon 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 alien space from the, from as long as you can hear and it's all like it's dinosaur moon all the things that they are I Oh, that I thought Todd was. <laughs> I want to believe. Rollo's the smoking man. Where is he? He's sick of it. Yeah, where is he? Yeah, oh, that kind of stuff. Sniffing sick. I, I hope he's alright. Hangover with cocaine. Yeah, no, cocaine well, doesn't well, give you a hangover. Cocaine. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I've had wines and everything tonight. So, <laughs> <laughs> do you know I can still hear him in my head? I don't yeah. no, it's, like no. he, it's like he's here. It's here. Oh man, he's I've here. done so much. Oh, coke tonight. Well. Too much coke. <laughs> <laughs> Shit balls, Batman. <laughs> He's on nitrate. His spirit is here still. I'm on nitrate. Yes. Open up to your bum. It looks like a deep going towards an arsehole to me. He is mentioned. That's his birthday, is it not? Yeah, was he first? Oh, happy birthday, Rolo, man. You'll have to listen to this on Monday or Sunday or whenever it appears on the Facebook. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. You're big lads. Happy birthday to you. Nelson Mandela's birthday. Hey, Is speaking the of the original time. Well, how many times did that guy die? I mean... How many fucking birthdays did he have for a start? Can I just bring in... This Mandela effect thing. Has anyone seen oh. any, any modern versions of that uh, James Bond spy love me when Jaws opens his teeth up and the little girl uh, next to him? Sorry, I hate Mandela effect discussion, but fuck me if, if I wasn't uh, the thousand percent sure she had braces. I was. She I had, had braces. Trust me. She I had braces. Oh, trust I me. I had braces the same that time. That was the as joke. Me. That was the uh, joke. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, we, I was discussing it with a friend the other night, man, and mate, I'm telling you, man, she, she had braces. braces. She had braces. She had braces. I go, oh, but I'm putting my life on the line right now. Don't ever bet your life. Don't ever bet your life. Okay. But yeah, I put a lot of money, you know. Yeah. That, that I've she had seen braces. It, but I was a money. <laughs> <laughs>
That's my, that's my phone ringtone, Millicent. <laughs> when your ex-wife calls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, man, I've seen the movie and I watched it and I said she had braces. Every, that was the joke of the movie. She smiled, she had braces. And, and, exactly. exactly. So if, that, if I haven't seen it, but if that's been changed, then there's something going on. There's definitely uh, yeah, something going on, mate. Cute. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I saw it. I saw it in '78, or whenever. Yeah, it came. same, same. I saw it at the flicks, mate, and that was the joke. It was that the, was a joke. Know, that was the only thing funny cause, about Because Roger Moore was pulling that hot chick, mate. You know, in levitating in space in gravity, no gravity. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And all of a sudden, like Jaws is looking around, going, "What am I gonna?" And he looks at this little teenager kind of little girl, and she, was a, she, she was smiles. A, and she's got braces. Now, what, what's got creepier braces, is what man. they were going to do afterwards. That's that what concerns me. Like that's a big guy. Well, there you go. Yeah, 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 there well, you go. I mean, hey, you know, yeah. we were. <laughs> she, we was, we she, she was David. smiling with it braces. Zero gravity. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I actually really enjoyed that film when I went to see it at the flicks. I fucking really we, did. Well, listen, yeah. we live for Bond movies every year. That's when you're a kid. Oh, that's oh, when you went to see. Because it was a, yeah. a, bit, a bit sexy, Christmas. a bit violent. It was a bit whatever, but it was mm. cool. Plus, they had the it latest cool, They had the latest technology, the gadgets and stuff. That was another. Yeah. Yeah. It was always a little skit yeah. when you went to Q and he had his gadgets. No. It was his little standalone Q. segment. Yeah. But can I yeah, bring yeah. in? Oh. Can I bring in Doctor oh. Who into the conversation? Instead Why not? Please, please. Um, John Pertwee was the real Q in World War Two. He worked for. Um, the intelligence services d- inventing ways of killing people with inventions. Oh, and he, 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 there we go. Don Pertwee was Q, the real Q. Wow. And and, and apparently he was a re- the actors that dealt with him said that he was a, had a real like he was funny, but he could be not funny. He had a real deadly mm. kind of personality because he was. Is that right? Yeah, he was actually working for MI5. Oh, yeah, John Never mind that man. He was also Warzone Gummits. You seen that? He was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and what about. That isn't going to enough for you, know? Actually, his yeah. son, the Pert, yeah. he, he pushed out a son that's an actor, yeah. and he's he's not bad. And I'm pretty sure he's in a movie called Below. It's a submarine movie. Right. I think it's yeah. him. He, you know, he yeah, put, um, his son's an actor. Yeah, he looks very similar to him, yeah. too. Very, very similar, <laughs> but. Does Good anyone actor. remember though? The, the changing subject to weird English TV shows, not Weasel Gummidge, mm. but there's a show called Cat Weasel. Oh yeah, mm, mm, that was mm, fantastic, mm, mm. and it was about a guy. He 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 left. He was like a, a bum. Yeah, he, he was a he was a wizard kind of that had yeah. no powers, and he dived into. A, he was getting chased by the Normans in the Norman Conquest. He dived yeah. off his castle, lands in the water, and comes up in 1972. And yeah. he, he befriends a young boy and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. that show... Was off the rails there a bit. Yeah, it was a great show. <laughs> I like it. Like, like we we were really um, bombarded back in the early 70s with shows mm. about changing dimensions and time. And there was, a show oh. called, there was a show called Time Slip, which was really big in 72, what? 73. And it was about a couple what? of young kids. Sorry, go. No, I was just going to say, I just suddenly just remembered that 
the Tomorrow People. Do you remember yeah, that fantastic, fucking weird show? Man. And, wow, and what the fuck weird, was going on? Yeah, oh, some weird stuff in that show, man. Weird <laughs> shit in that one, man. But go yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. But they, 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 or I'll go to the Tomorrow People, okay? They were a <laughs> group of people that could jaunt. They call it jaunting into the future where they could change times and move around. And mm. One of the stories, though, they were in the um, spaceship and there was a guy, was, the bad guy's name's Zedekiah, right? Whatever that means. And he had kept this young boy in a cage with his undies on. That was his, and he was a, another tomorrow person. I remember watching that going, that's fucking weird, man. It was, it was clearly pedophilia, you know, weird yeah. stuff going on. I, I agree. I found it really, I didn't actually what, get into it that do, much. Do you remember, the, do you remember the episode where the, the kids were all painting violent scenes and there was violence going on I, everywhere? That was part of the... I, I, I actually don't. No, no. Oh, I Should do, I, I remember do. it? Do I yeah, want to remember maybe, it? Maybe not. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a block You're an artist. Probably. You're an artist. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that, that show was bizarre. It was yeah. bizarre, but yeah. Kelly, yeah. Go on. Good boys, uh, good guys, bad guys. I noticed that. It's in all the kind of kid stuff they now, and it's like... Uh, I yeah, fighting the fighting the good guys. It's like fucking does George Bush like this or something? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Bang on, they're away now. But I, uh, I think I'm not, and I've just never been into like sci-fi. I can't really explain it. I've just never been into it. Just didn't do nothing for me. And see, like uh, that's probably all came out of uh, intelligence agencies. If you fight, you know what I mean? To get us where we are now, you know what I mean? Just. Never, never, no, not like what they described in that thing, but it's sort of just do with what I don't know. It's crazy how it's done, man. But it fucks with folks' heads. I think the sci-fi shit. Yeah. Just a oh, little bit. Yeah, look, we end up, we end up with people believing in all that physics, fucking quantum theory. There's there's loads of quantum theory. Like even going back to Disney comics, right? I used to read a lot of Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse stuff back in the seventies. And there was so much dimensional stuff going on in those comics that was like way out there. Like, um, there was one character in Disney comics was Super Goof. There was Goofy used to take a special goober, he called it, and he'd change into this superhero <laughs> Super Goof. And half the right? story were all interdimensional people traveling through portals, moving through dimensions, time travel. Absolutely. That was yeah, and, that, and then we got Doctor Who. That was totally dimensional. You know, look at the TARDIS, you know, time and space, you know, dimensional, interplanetary, something or other, whatever it meant. I've, we, I've we never watched that either, man. Oh, oh, oh I'm, a, I'm a pretty much a Doctor Who expert. And so is, unfortunately, Rollo. We must send our regards because he's obviously sick. I've got a lot of friends that are like right yeah, 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 It was his birthday. He's, look, he, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's 49. just fucked up. Yeah, he's he's up, yeah. But he'd be listening to him. He'd be sitting there with his little dog next to him with a um, yeah. great big, um, his pointy pointy hat that he wears for um, going to bed. Pointy, pointy. And his, his pyjamas. Um, <laughs> and he'd have long slippers on with big points on the end. And his Masonic suit. And a wee willy winky hat. Wee willy winky hat. Well, yeah, let me tell you this. This always jumps into me. Do you remember the cartoon Mr. Ben? Yes. And and he'd, he'd literally yes. he'd wag work, he'd go to an opium den, and, and then, then imagine himself somewhere else. 
yeah. put an outfit on, and then you know he was a knight one day, yeah. and then a that's right, Mr. Ben. There was, there was Mr. Ben. It's so right, and there was Mr. Ben. There was the magic ball, and Mr. the magic ball was a little boy who had this magic ball, and he'd walk into a special room that this guy had, and he'd disappear and go appear in the Middle Ages or whatever. And I spoke about it the other night. I think the only guy that would probably know that would be maybe Tom Delpra or um, uh, what's his name that was the, the the voice that everyone can't understand, but I can understand quite fluently. That, um, oh, Mahatma. No, in my Mahatma. Mahatma, yeah. Mahatma would know this, I reckon. The magic ball it came out about 71, 72. Same thing. A little boy goes into a room, has this ball, spins it, and it takes them into another dimension. So mm-hmm. we had... It we had well, but most of that stuff was, you know, I mean, we used to get all the, you know, you know the... In magic roundabout, all the jug references. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of this transdimensional stuff, that's because they managed to secure the maths in the 60s and the 70s, theoretically. And before you know it, you know, they do make kids' stories out of the. Out oh, no, I mean, science but, fiction, you know, don't they? Sure, absolutely. Maybe like I'm doing the wrong way, if you know what I mean. And I kind of way, I think the same about like advertising to children. It's like. Uh, it would be all right if you're presenting it. You are presenting it like. But, but we, they're not old enough to understand what's going on, so I see the advertising to them as just being a total liberty, you know what I mean? And then well, Kelly, yeah. Kelly, what they've done, they, they, they've impregnated into the minds of a certain generation, <laughs> dimensional time travel and and um, right. portals and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, right. now we've got now string theory, we've got um, the, exactly. multi, multi, the multiverse. The academics love it. The academics, always the academics bring it, the multiverse. But yet, so, so basically, their, their audience were growing up at four or five and watching the Magic Ball, Mr. Ben, uh, the goodies, uh, all these things where people would go into a room and disappear in another age. And they kind of believe in it because that was what they were given when they were a kid. You're prepared for the nonsense, you know, it's like... Yeah. Yeah, And now now you've got an entire comic and media system set up around it that you have comic cons... Because Rick was saying, absolutely, and and the the Avengers is a great one. For, well, all the Marvel stuff is based on the multiverse, and the latest one with um, this Thanos that clicks his finger and everyone dies, and half the population goes, and he comes from another dimension. And then they're going to to rescue all these dead people. They're going to go into the multiverse. So my kids are okay with this multiverse business because Thanos from the Marvel comics. So we're looking at the te- every year, so we get this 20-year turnaround for what they give you back in 1971. Mm. In 1991 or 2010 or whatever it is, they're going to kind of accept that as a thing. So, yeah. We're yeah, can you try to say that the people in control have made a plan? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> They're not like that. They're not like that. They, um, uh, I'll tell you another thing I've noticed. Is that, you know how all this identi- identity politics is like? Yes. Uh, polluting everywhere, right? Well, I noticed this wee thing with my niece is that she is very into, like, she watches, I think it's like My Little Ponies or yeah, uh, there's yes, like yes. another couple of ones as well. And she keeps, like, saying to me things like, um, oh, you are this one. I was Rainbow Dash. I'm this, and she gives us all like, and I'm just like, is that that? You know what I mean? This identity thing. She's kind of t- like, I'm that one, and 
couldn't you say you're that one? And it's, do you know what I mean? It's just something I've noticed. I don't know. Yeah, it's no, true. true. The kids, kids pick up on these TV shows. Like my kids, I've got you know, there's three of them in there now. You talk yeah. about the multiverse with them, and they'll be converse with you. Like, yeah, 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 the multiverse and there's dimensions and stuff because right. they've got it fed to them by these TV shows. And because <laughs> I listen to the same stuff in 1971 with the Magic Ball and Mr. Ben and um, the Magic Roundabout, you know, some of the pairs out of nowhere and sends that. You can go, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I can kind of relate to that because I remember that when I was a young child. But we're being mm-hmm. kind of pushed in this direction by oh. our TV shows. And I'm afraid anything the BBC has done, I'm suspicious of. Oh, yeah. they're fucking terrible bastards. Honestly, God, they are. They're just the worst of the worst. And we really shouldn't. Uh, it's, uh, do you know what? But they're good at they're They're so good at, like, that sort of a no, no, no. We are fair, we are balanced, we are inclusive. Like, do you know what I mean? They've got. Yeah, yeah we're on. Everything's about balance and, and everything. And I've, um, you know, after we talked about um, Teletubbies about two podcasts ago, I was thinking about what's, um, what's followed after them. And there's a show called The Night Garden. The Night Garden, aye. And have you ever noticed the scaling in that? That's like, like yeah. all right, it's weird as fuck anyway, but. Absolutely. Just really it's like, surreal. scaling in it. It's like they're wee one minute, then they're huge, and they're going into a wee room that you wouldn't fit in before. But no, I, I was like, what the fuck is that all about? Anyway. No, no, you're right. And the only way you can kind of pick up on this is having nieces, nephews, or children. <clears throat> that are watching this Aye. stuff and go, what are you watching and what are you coming out with? And now Aye. we've got this, um, gen- everything's gender fluid, gendered this, gender that. Yeah. And once you listen to those um, the, who are my favourite podcast that keeps reading it from Bertrand Russell's The Impact of Science and Society that he wrote in 1932, that's almost exactly what we're getting now, you know, like that people should be mm-hmm. – you know, move them into this certain pattern of thought. Move them into this, you mm-hmm. know. We talk, uh, we're not talking about 10 years time. We're talking about 50 to 60 years' time to 100 years' time. All of their agenda is is way in front, in front of ourselves. So I, 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 I listen to my kids talking about, you know, different dimensions and stuff because I listen to it with a magic ball or all those shows that I was pushed into my brain. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that in a way, but as long as you go, you, I kind of like stop when she's listening to something like I go, oh, like, exactly, like, you know, you can't really like go in a spaceship with an alien. That's not really, it's just like the cartoon. But like, you know, it's just, you know, that's, I mean, I can't, I, what else can I really do? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're, no, right. you're right, you're right. You're picking up on these things. This is what, where we've got the common denominator, we're kind of seeing that there's something being given to us by by the media that's giving us a common thought. And mainly, though, what the children today are kind of accepting is as as uh, gold, and that's dimensions, um, portals, especially Marvel movies. Other the other most weaponized a lot. You've got. You know, people coming from another dimension. You've got um, there's too many people on the planet. We need to cull them. That was the the whole Avengers thing. You know, they almost make the the bad guys a good guy because he's. They said 
look at what you're doing to the planet. You know, you're, you're making it go warm. No, that's another thing as well. Eh? The, that, uh, the, there was a, one that's about a fish uh, movie about Finding Nemo, and the fish is actually yep. like, see if yep. you buy a merchandise yep. to that fish, it's got a wee tag on it and that. Like, <laughs> it's like touched by class. human nastiness, you know what I mean? Like a wee, a wee uh, identity tag and that on its uh, fin. <laughs> it's no real, man. Yeah, no, no, that's finding, finding Nemo is probably the biggest of the lot, actually, because that gives, gives the same brainwash out. And so I, I have tried try and discuss these matters, you know, about global right. warming and stuff with friends of mine. And I look like a complete idiot because I've got a complete opposite view to what they've got. Right. You know, and, and these. I believed in it for a, long, for a long time. Like, it wasn't that long ago I came out of that one, man. And it was like, I think Scotland is fucking freezing. How, how, if you can make it, you'd believe it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you make anybody believe it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, she's got zero, got zero, uh, evidence is like it's, I don't know and then I think it's just the problem with the faith of authority see I, I reckon near enough everything is coming down to that near enough it's like the faith of a, an authority like oh well they guys know better than me you know what I mean Bertrand Russell said a hundred years ago he said <laughs> we, will, we will give make science the religion the religion is the science so we've gone back to the days when Say in the ancient, say the Mayan Empire, where they had the, the uh, priests would come out and say that I will stop the sun rising this day because he knew mm-hmm. that there was going to be an eclipse. Aye, I so science has become our religion. So people have, mu- and and this is the, the this is where yeah, I'm man. this is where I just cannot listen to certain podcasts that even on folkologists that will say there's no you know these people are nice people. They've convinced <laughs> us that. Scientists know more than we do. Even though I'm freezing at the moment and I'm sitting here with a big jacket on and I've got a jumper and a vest and a big long pants and and Ugg boots on, it's fucking cold and I'm in the mid-north coast of Australia, which should be boiling warm. I should be sitting out here with a pair of um, shorts on sweating. And there's a lot of just like uh, historical sort of like right in your face kind of like evidence like the there was vineyards and that in England that like in the mid so it was like there was a period there much hotter in the Roman Roman era of England there was vineyards yeah vineyards yeah and that would have been yeah it's proof that weather is cyclic temperatures Mm -hmm. rise temperatures disappear. And the, and the conclusive proof, though, is anyone that studies trees, you cut a 150-year-old tree or a 500-year-old or a 600-year-old tree, you've got the cycles of every single year that that tree was there. And you can mm-hmm. see it was hot and it burnt that year. And it was they can see it. They can do ice core samples. But these scientists now have been laughed off the planet. Remember the great, um, the, the hilarious uh, know, TV show host? Just... Go on. Like the guys, the guys that are getting paid to talk, Shite, which is all them, basically. Well, no, you know what I mean? The ones that you're hearing about and stuff. Um, I remember seeing a hit piece on one of them that had done a few lectures on, like, ah, this is a lot of box and that. And uh, it yeah. was like uh, his, the, fr- the first page of results on Google for him. My God, man, you wanted to see this. Like, hey, yeah. Morris, couldn't you? I came up with this. It was like, yeah. nasty, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like nasty 101, like, uh, 
just I've never seen that before. That and this is getting in like that done, man. That's cost that. I'm not I'm only fakeologistradio.com. <laughs> Who is that man? God, he sounds just like him. But um, <laughs> there's so <laughs> much, there's so much bullshit that's. That if you've got an open mind and you've got the you know the, the whatever you can just see it. Yet all your friends are just going no 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 no. Well, you know, I've got people. All they can do is talk about Donald Trump and global warming, and they're all. Oh man, there. it's mental, isn't it? Yeah, it's just yeah, kind of like uh, I think like eugenics. See that? That's a good but like a good base, man. Because folk just didn't know who the enemy is. You know what I mean? They love the enemy. So it's like when you yeah. think that out, you're like what. People are there's people that, that fucking hate our guts, like like I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like puts that in perspective. They, the reptilian thing, right? I kind of think I don't believe in that as in like literally, but there is something that kind of like they, the people. I mean, it's really obvious. It's like but, but look, 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 look when you look at wait, all you have to do, all you have to do <laughs> to answer the the, the the when people talk about inoculations being good for you is give them. Right. Give them Jay Dyer's podcast on um, the, uh, That's right. the 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 uh, That's guy right. that founded the um, polyactic Salt, Salt, right? Listen to I what he wrote in his book. In his book, which was called Survival of the Wisest, right? Survival of the Wisest. What does that point out to you? You know, like the smart people, how, how do we survive? And he yeah, said, but it's, it's mad how they are. Eh? Like, how do you think you're the wisest? Maybe you are, but it, well, there's, there's reason for that. Because I've like skewed everything, fucked with genetics, done it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. fuck off. These guys, my... <laughs> the end of all of these guys on his, his particular series he did on um, the Globalist Book series, every one of them, be it um, the, the, the drummer from Police's uh, uncle, um, Miles. <laughs> Miles um, Copeland, at the end of his book, he was he actually ran training courses for CIA operatives. And at the end of his mm-hmm. book, he said, we don't care who runs your country, who's in charge, as long as they follow our agenda. And that agenda is... Aye, you'd be there if they weren't there. It's like that, and yeah. that's like... It's written, it's written, it's written in, in fucking English. It's there if you want to read it. He says that. Mm-hmm. We just want our... We don't care that you know, um, you've got um, Adolf Hitler. We don't care if you've got um, Winston Churchill. We don't care if you've got... Uh, as long as they're ugly. As long as they're ugly. That's all that matters. Yeah. Ugly people will sort of be presidential. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's there for the wise, and that's us. They can see, okay, well, he's written that. and then they, But they're all... One of the best and most nasty ones, though, was the guy that wrote the book Ghost in the Machine. And he wrote in the end of his book that um, cannibalism should be normalized because it's, you know, kind of the way that we will move ahead in the future by eating the poor and, you know, moving on. If you guys can say about that, but you know what I mean? There's a, <laughs> just, <laughs> there's a problem there. The vegans are, the vegans are mental, man. I mean, yeah, you know, there's always going to be an argument of whatever, but when you get 15 different books by 15 different authors that all have the same kind of agenda spelled out at the end, and particular, mm-hmm. the, particularly, though, the book by um, uh, Carol Quigley, where he, mm-hmm. where, you know, the, where he actually says at the end, our attack will be the family. We need to destroy the family because that's oh, our... That's 
Yeah. The last chapter of his book is the family. That's our problem, you know. Bring, bring, break him. Bring in. Who, 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 who said? Who wrote this? Carol book? Quigley. So Carol you... Quigley. Carol oh, Quigley okay, was the, um, he was the professor that um, ran the uh, economics school at uh, Oxford or Cambridge. Right. He was an American. He, he actually mentored uh, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton actually. And the books know about that though, is it? It's like the war and that. And I had access to um, files and stuff that uh, yeah, was on like. And what, you know and what when, he released, when he released, well, put it aside, when he released that book that got canned and pulped, they re- they actually pulped the the manuscript. So you know, people don't want to need this. People don't need this. They didn't realise he was actually going to spill because they gave. Probably them, for the last bit. That yeah, they, they, they gave him the evidence and said write a book about it, but they didn't think he was actually going to spill out the. Uh, End with a. Uh... That was mad, that, eh? mm. and I bet you as well. So... See any light like, readers without a back background knowledge and a bit of eugenics, they would probably be like, "Ah, ah this is just fiction, man." This is... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The bits that's important. They, they quotes in that. They'd be like, "Ah, man, this is was... ah, it's just a book." Kelly, I was at a job, <laughs> a job that I go to, right, and the some of the people in this particular building have just been through really horrific cancer treatments right and they they burn sitting on the, all their plugs they've got these artificial incense things that uh you can get the the, 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 the i can't stand them since i go into a house that burning these you plug them in and it releases oh, I, they, go, they make my eyes go mad they make it i can't little vapor things yeah funny light yeah 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 and i said to they saw mechanics, and I said to this lady, yeah. I said, "Don't you think that that's really bad for you that you know you've you've had cancer and so and so had cancer?" And she goes, "They wouldn't do that to us, you know. Why would they give us no. cancer?" And I went, "They have oh, done sorry. it to you. You know, it would be funny that you know. What I mean, that's the answer to kind of that. But it, you could never be that horrible and blunt and all that. But the true answer to that is they." <laughs> the reason you're here is something they've done to you. You know what I mean? You they would do that uh, with their, their eyes closed just to keep us down because it's too Stop it. <laughs> Another thing that is like, That's uh, a lie. Can always be on about like cures or cures and things like that, but never a cause of Like the cancer. It's never about like what. What is the cause of this? Like, does he come into it? It's always like, let's find a cure. They don't want to know. And, you know, I've lost every contact that I've ever had, basically, by just trying to explain things to people and say, but, and, and, and you get looked at like, you're an idiot. Like, why would they do that to us? Because, you know, we pay taxes. We want this. We, you know, it's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good. It's a pretty. It's a. It's a good question. Why we pay? We do all the work. We pay all the taxes. Why would they do something like that? Why would because they hurt us? Because we, we, they've made all their money. It's now. a legitimate question. Yeah, but that they've is made legitimate. Man, you just need a wee bit of background. Like you wouldn't ask it again. I don't think you know what I mean. Are we just a couple of days looking at the right thing? They've made, all their money. they've made their money, they've got the power that they wanted, and it took a long time to get what they've done. Yeah, yeah. By and, and incrementally what are they going to do now? Get rid of all the people they don't need. And and, yes. and as I said, I've, I'm talking about six people I know over right. five weeks. I think you're right, that. I think yeah, I'm right. Terrible. I think I'm pretty, I'm, I think I'm fucking on the, on the money, you know. And I don't yeah. want to... Yeah, and, but 
you can't, this is the thing, you can't be scared about this because you just got to be cynical no. and go, like, you know, I'm not going to put up with that fucking bullshit and make they a want, joke of it. They want you to be scared. They want you to be scared. That's, that's, that's why we the got thing. the story this morning about the dogs. Yeah. Seven dogs died. Mm. Seven beautiful mm. puppies died in a fire on the, at Seven Hills. Get depressed. Get mm. depressed. Get depressed. Go to your doctor. Go to your doctor. Oh, go to your doctor. Yep. And your yep. doctor's yep. going to say, eat more. Eat more. Eat more. Eat more. Eat more. <laughs> Don't have any salt. Don't take salt. It's going to depress you. Don't take salt. Have some antidepressants. <laughs> oh, the farmer stuff as well. Just like you can never, I mean, I couldn't pick it all up in like 17 lifetimes, you know what I mean? So it's just like I've never been into it. I'm no that clever if you like, you know what I mean? I don't know the language of talking, but then there's some people that I trust enough to like listen to and take what they're saying, and it's complete and utter like everything they yeah. give you, man. Like they, for example, like the SSRIs are switching off their fucking immune system and shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, depression's hey, probably not a real thing anyway. Yeah, look, just go to the doctor, trust what he says, <laughs> stop yes. eating salt, don't eat salt, it's terrible for you, and just take these, because mm-hmm. they'll balance you out, and you'll be fine. Oh, you know, you know? and that, this, is what we've, this is what we've been given, it's this... And we've been yeah. tr- we've been conditioned to trust authority and trust the science. Watch. There's actually what? a new program called that. Trust me, I'm the doctor. I swear to God, I watched that in my mum's other night. Yeah. It's a propaganda yeah. masterpiece, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah. What <laughs> about propaganda? Um, <laughs> propaganda. And what about in propaganda? What about in Scotland though, with this Gurfic program? They're getting it right for each time. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, I'm standing on a chair. No wonder, uh, you I'm I've got a big blue cross on my face. I've just painted it now. I'm ready to revolt. I'm, I'm revolting. No, so what, what was that behind you? I'm standing on a chair. Fuck you, it's not in that shape. Shut up, it's Kelly, nightly news and um, my double 
which is noise level, are the ones you're talking to at the moment. Wait. Yeah. So there's nightly news from per, uh, from Queensland and Perth. Uh, Hang on. Is that Nate? Like the Nate shots in E? With a K. With a K. Nightly news. <laughs> and he's, <laughs> he's a man. He's from Queensland. Queensland. And, got, yep. uh-huh. and the man, the other man that sounds like me, isn't mm-hmm. it, is uh, noise level. Noise. From noise. noise. Noise devil. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, mates with your uh, kid, Mark. <laughs> he is. He knows him. That's a funny name. I've seen that before. He's an awesome bloke, man. <laughs> Top bloke. Hey, yeah. I can hear the difference. Um, I can hear the difference because I can hear Rick's got a wee yeah. bit in New Zealand more than you. We're not you? exactly the same. No, no, we're not exactly the same. No, we're not. We, we laugh the same. So, yeah. yeah. I've got relatives from there, you know, New Zealand. New Zealand. Mm. Oh, and th- here we go. You're listening to Fakeologist Roundtable. We've got Kalito, famous sexy Scottish woman from Scotland. We've okay. got Noise Level. We've got Night News from Queensland. We've got no- uh, I think Napoleon Wilson's still there. And your host at the moment is Rick or Esoteric 64. And Velocet's producing. And here we go to the intro by psychologist founder, Ab. We'll turn up asking for money soon. <laughs> You're listening to another hour of Psychologist Audio Chat on Psychologist.com. of mindful.com hoaxbusters call clues forum fakeologist miles mathis miles mathis miles mathis fakeologist dead end dead end dead end dead end dead end dead enders miles mathis peace mindful.com miles mathis peace of mind dead end dead end dead end dead end dead end dead enders Miles Mathis, Miles Mathis, Fakeologist, Clues Forum, PeaceofMindful.com, Pockets of the Future, Miles Mathis, PeaceofMindful.com, Miles Mathis, Dead End. Dead End. Dead End, Dead End. Dead Enders. If you like this audio and want to support the site in a small or big way, please hit the PayPal donate button on the side of the fakeologist.com webpage. You can show your support for as little as $1.19 a month by subscription or one-time donation. Thank you for your support. That's a lie. <laughs> I was a sailor. Nobody died, nobody got hurt. I was born upon the tide. Nobody died, nobody got hurt. That's a fact. With the sea I did abide. That's a fact. 
Anyone telling you that that happens is, in fact, a liar. You are a false witness to murder. You're a liar. But I'm living still. Everybody in this room now knows that you're a liar. I was a damn builder. Stop it. River deep and wide. That's a lie. Where steel and water did collide. Nobody died, nobody got hurt. A baseball boulder on the wild Colorado. You don't get it, do you? I slipped and fell into the wet concrete below. I don't need to know any more from you. They buried me in that great tomb that knows no sound. You are a, a figure eight as far as I'm concerned. I'll always be around. <laughs> Oh, that was awesome. Oh, I love it. <sighs> hey, uh, who, who have we got? Uh, uh, Kelly, you're still here. Anyone else? I'm here. Yeah. I, yeah. I survived. Uh, no, oh, sweet, sweet. Can I go back to that, that flag thing, the Scottish flag? Hi. Right. Oh, yeah. St. Andrew, and look, apparently this saint was crucified on, on, a, on an X, like cross, not, not a... Not a not a T cross like like JC, and the reason how I found this out was because I I I've watched Game of Thrones. I think we all have watched Game of Thrones, most of us. And um, <laughs> what happened was I, I was looking shame. at it and I just shame shame total shame shame disgusting it's disgusting but let me go on like. I'm watching it and I'm just going like, all of a sudden the, the Boltons, who who are complete pricks, they used to skin their enemies alive, and um, right. and on on their crest of their flag is a skinned man upside down, on oh. a, mm-hmm. and on an X, yeah. and I'm mm-hmm. looking at this thing and I'm going like. Wow, it kind of looks like the the British flag, like the Union Jack. And yeah. I'm going, is it, is, are you guys sort of like making a link here? And that's how yeah. I all of a sudden I looked into it, and mate, yeah, 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 yeah. Might be all the Lannisters style the la- uh, lion rampant as well. The the Lannister uh, symbol is the lion rampant. Just the other cheesy one, that. Right. My pal right. had the, yeah. the, that flag in his garden, and the council, I'm not making this up, the council wrote to him and says, you must take this down because it's a standard of the Queen. Like, fuck yeah. off. It's in a back garden. In Island, you know what I mean? Nobody gives a fuck. But that, that, that did happen. It's pretty mental. Yeah. Um, so I think I don't know much. I don't know about that cross thing and that, but uh, so, so Andrews, this whole country. Trust me. Trust me. Artists have. Artists have. Sorry to interrupt. Artists have actually um, uh, did did uh, like I don't know a, a painting of of this Saint Andrew being crucified, and he's on he's he's on the X crucifixion, yeah. right. not the T. So the, the X is and, such a massive symbol. There's no two ways to yeah. get that. Yeah. And I just, it's St. Andrews, uh, what I know, it's like the place, the university, the big obelisk. I mean, who the fuck knows, you know what I mean? Because uh, it's uh, the martyrs, they're the, like, what are they guys again? The, the people that were, 
uh, like into the Protestantism and all this. Like, I just yeah. think they're dodgy right away, man. You know what I mean? And uh, so I, I, so Andrew's having the idea that, uh, about that. I've never heard that story before. Like, but I know the. That sounds really uh, cool. Cult is, it? It's really a cult here. You know, if you look at if you look at it a certain way, if you don't know about it, you wouldn't notice. But it's pure cult as a here. Like you know the symbol. Well, it is. It is. It is. It is Scottish Freemason. It's always Freemason. The Scottish Freemason. Yeah. You guys. Yeah, that's right. Aye, aye. Well, 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 a big, big, big following there. Yeah. Well. Yeah, and when they get involved, they all get off scot free. That's the name of the Scott's company. You know, the Ridley yeah. Scott. That's Scott yeah. free. Yeah. Get going. Yeah. Free. There you go. Well spotted, man. There's a wee button to that story. Like I can't, is that what it is? That, uh, uh, something to do with an army regiment? Is that what you said there, sorry? Well, the, the, whole, Scottish, the whole Scottish Freemason, right, the 33 degree, was um, right. based on that, saying that, that, that church in Scotland that um, they're using that movie. Yeah, yeah, they're using that movie, that bullshit um, movie that Tom Hanks starred in. Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci right. Code, yeah. Uh, Napoleon. What a great movie! Yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting, but it was just it was totally bullshit, anything. A, anything that Tom Hanks stars in, look at it. <laughs> like, fucking invert yeah. that thing. Mate, like, like, I, I, I read the book right, and I think I read the book actually for once before I saw the movie. Yeah, and I saw that. Um, what's it called? The The Da Vinci Code. And I'm 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 not alone on this. Like. Who the fuck is doing the casting? Mate, I read yeah. the book, mate. The, the guy, the main guy, Top Brown or whatever his name is, mate, he didn't look, in my mind, didn't look anything like Tom Hanks. He yeah, this, was a bit of a, like, a bit, bit of a ladies' man, a bit of a, oh, you know. I'm yeah, this is, the, this is Hollywood. How, <laughs> how come Tom Cruise starred in that um, movie, that, that great um, series of, the, 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 there's a kind of a really cult, you know, Hitman. No, no, no. It's uh, a, oh, oh, oh the, the one with um the Jack Reacher. No, the, 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 the Hitman. The, the, is it a black guy as well? No, no, like, he, he, no, no. He, no, no. He plays Tom Cruise. Plays this particular guy who's the the hero of this series of uh, detective stories or whatever they are. And mm -hmm. everyone that knew that read those books knew that um child what's his name child um something child is the is the author of the of the book rothschild no nah. <laughs> 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 oh, all right well, let's just jump subjects what i'll give you one here right R rothschild rockefeller okay rothschild yeah. rockefeller child fella child fella 11 letter name, child, yeah, yeah, yeah. fella. Okay, mm. these, these guys are the same person. Rockefeller. Yeah. The same blood. Same blood, man, same people. No, the, 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 the connection is, is apparently there was five brothers, um, yeah. uh, which were the Rothschilds, but there was also five sisters. And the um, they integrate. They they like go away and just procreate with like powerful oh, okay. people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it was an inversion though. So Rockefeller Rothschild 
you know, Rockefeller, Rothschild, level level names, child fella, child fella. Nice work. I'd never yeah. thought of that. Well yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. Well, this popped in my head on Thursday. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> Classic. But um, sure, on Wednesday. The movie, the movie on, oh, yeah. I'm talking about is um something. Child. He was a guy that wrote this incredible, either anti-hero bad guy book series that's really big, and um. All of a sudden, they said they were going to do a movie of it, and people went, "Well, that's going to be good. We'll get, uh, you know, the guy that will play the hero would have to be." Oh, thanks. Anyone, <laughs> you know, it was anyone. <laughs> five foot five or five foot three, Tom Cruise, because the hero of this book should have been really tall, and he was an ex-military right. hard man. But so yeah. Tom Cruise gets keeps getting cast in these roles, you know. Oh, and Tom, him as a hard man, it's just awkward as fuck. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Well, Tom Cruise is like, look, look, he's a good actor. I'll say that. I, I still rate him, man, dude. Seriously, yeah, 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 I really the guy can act. And um, yeah. the movie, um, the War of the Worlds, he was awesome in. You know, it was a great yeah. movie. Totally. But, yeah. Yeah. But and this uh, Lee Child. Right, Lee Child write these series of books about they had this particular hero that was this ex-military uh, judge or what you know judge jury executioner, and they ended up casting Tom Cruise in the role. And the the actual fans of these books said that guy is not him. You know, he, he's so <laughs> un him. It's just like it's like casting Ina Sharples as um, uh, Sylvester Stallone in the movie. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> It's, I'm trying to it, think of the movie, man. I would, I'd like to know what it is. I've seen most of Tom's yeah, movies. Uh, well, it was his last... Cocktail. Last... I watched that the other night. Awesome movie. Awesome. Actually, while we're talking, I'll just Google it and I'll come back. One sec. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Well, like, uh, uh, I cast Mel Gibson as uh, William Wallace, right? Oh, yeah, I Apparently, if you look at that... If you look at the art, sorry. If you look at the article, apparently he is. Oh, I Jack don't know Roy, if he's directly okay. related. Jack, sorry, as Jack Wallace, Reacher. But, oh. okay, the character is Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. I mean, I want to, yeah, you were right before. Someone yeah. said Jack Reacher. I'm on right. email, man. Right, right, I'm on right. email. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going nuts if we put Tom Cruise's freaking William Wallace. No way. Yeah. I'd rather have more. You know, you know, William Wallace. In the actual true story, wasn't William Wallace the bad guy? In the actual. You can invert that story. Yeah. There, there were no good guys in the middle in the Middle Ages. Is the probably the closest thing. Is you're not going to have a hero that's shiny and um, you know all that because he's, it's a, a, he's the only person in the whole Kelly, history Kelly, Kelly, ever. Um, and Kelly Knight, Knightly News is a expert <laughs> on uh, battle armor of um, knights in armor. Well, I wouldn't say right. expert, but I'll, well, I am very interested. You know more than us. Probably the expert yeah, of the panel tonight. The expert. Right. Yeah, 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 Questioning, you know, questioning, questioning, going, is that real? <laughs> and then the night, the invalid in the castle thing that they had, and same with the um, uh, the British Tower of London, they've got all this weaponry from 
way back. And mm. some of it had some scratches and cuts and stuff, but I never saw that. You know, imagine a big heavy broadsword coming down on a and exactly. the night you'd, you'd see a yeah. big cut, man. You, you'd, you'd know. Possibly, the, the, if, if that's what you're looking for, the, there's this famous grave find uh, called the Visby Grave Finds, and that's, that's where cool. they, they rolled all the, the enemy soldiers into a mass grave still wearing all their armour. still had yeah. all the... Uh, oh, that's, that's, that's convenient, convenient. Yeah. <laughs> did, 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 did they find it? Yeah, it was uh, it was un- uncovered in the in the in the 1920s. It's the, the only real complete um, sort of grave fo- uh, find yeah. from that time, and it, it's it's all like it's 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 not planted there. It's it's all um, you know considerably rusted. You know, man, man, listen, I'm not with this. No bullshit. There's no war. No guys. Yeah, like, oh, for sure. Fucking shit, man. I, I mean. As I said, I, I, my example is that I keep using stop the it. Thing. Yeah, stop it. That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. That is, in fact, a lie. <laughs> Get you fucked. know you're a liar. <laughs> you're a liar. <laughs> what I use, go and I miss that guy. You're a liar. <laughs> oh, he's still I around. Really miss- go go <laughs> and telling go you and- that that happens is, in fact, a liar. <laughs> That's me. Go, go into right. Go into a Turkish restaurant now, right? Yeah. And say I'm taking. I'm just coming in here, and when they say, "What do you want?" and say, "I'm taking over because I've, you know, uh, nobody dies, nobody got hurt. I'm just having a um, I'm taking nobody over. Died, nobody got hurt. I'm just taking over your restaurant because um, I've decided that I want to take it over. They'll cut your leg off. They'll cut your, head off. They'll cut your arm off before you get in there. If you you cannot go into another country and just say oh, I'm just I'm just over here because uh, you know the big boys have said that I'm and uh, it's my turn to take over. That this doesn't work like that. Yeah. Life is different. Life you've got patriots, you've got people that are you know just proudly fierce of their own culture. You can't just walk into a place and say you're mine. That won't happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen. It's impossible to happen. You've got to have tough guy military to go in there and go. We're taking over now, and if you want to fight us, fight us or fuck off. And yeah, that's well, what there's, there's a saying amongst sort of um, like in in the bikey culture there with with guys who play with guns, right? Yeah. Um, they say if you're going to play with it, you're going to use it. You're going to end up using it, and that's yeah. sort of a saying. You sort of don't don't play with guns, don't like collect guns or whatever, because you're going to end up shooting someone or shooting yourself. You know that's yeah. but. Whenever there's a, a, a sort of a, you know, somebody shot themselves or something like that, it's like, oh, yeah, well, he was always playing with guns. Yeah. If you're playing with guns, you're going to use them, right? So when you take that sort of sentiment into account and you look at the fucking armament factory build up, you know, like the soldiers check out some YouTube um, channels on, uh, you know, AR rifles and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. And I've seen them all, man. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. and it's armed to the teeth. It is true that the like the the ratio of non-combatants to combatants is something like ten to one. You know, so you're going to be talking to a blanket folder in most cases who yeah. is coming back from Iraq or, or, or you know, seldom are you talking to somebody who was actually in the shit. Probably because yeah. you know, if it's people who are in the shit aren't hanging around talking to 
morons like us saying this is no yeah, more. I know, look, 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 I've made the point, though. As soon as I met somebody that's like, I've got friends who are in Northern Ireland on both sides, right? Yeah, yeah. Both, both sides. Yeah. And, and um, you'll hear the same kind of stories. And there's a great book called The Nemesis File by an um, ex-SAS trooper that spilled the beans that there was a lot of um, people shot unnecessarily and set up for ambushes. And uh, what they do with they, in, in the Nemesis file, they planted a whole lot of weaponry in a field. And, yeah. that, and the first troops sat around it waiting, knowing that, you know, some would come in there to pick. No, sorry, they found some weapons. And they thought, right, so someone's going to come pick these up. So they set this place up for, you know, a uh, operation. And one night, some guy came walking into the area that looked like he was going into that field, and they just opened up and killed him. And he was some young guy, like, you know, he was just an innocent guy that was walking in, you know, being stupid, you know, having a look around. Taking a piss, probably. Probably. It was complete complete random guy turned up there. He got gunned down for no reason, and they had to cover it up and, you know, yeah. Well, these things happen, man. I've, yeah. I've worked with guys. I worked with one of the, like a, quite a senior member of the um, Twenty Two SAS, which is their best. Yeah. And I asked him. I said, I said, how do you feel about stuff? You know. He goes. He said to me, he goes, ask my wife what do I feel about it. He goes, I can't sleep. I wake up at night. I've, you know. He goes. Mm-hmm. He said, I did all this shit. And I said, what? Did he, and he said, what did I do it for? And he, he was suffering that terribly. That's another thing, man. There's actually like public. I mean, everything's actually there. See the military, man. Uh, they're uh, interesting as anything, and you kind of think, oh, the all the stuff's clear. Well, no, really, man. There's quite a lot of stuff online, and believe me, man, these guys got psychology down, right? So I'm kind of like. I'm not really sure. I mean, I'm not saying I, I really am saying anything like that. that I don't think it. But I'm in the same time. I've just not really got a clue on what these fuckers are. You know oh, what man, I mean? Listen, 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 it was happening. It was happening, and there's been, you know, you know, you want you say you want to take over somebody's um, backyard from where I am now, and I want to take over their property. I can't just walk over and say, well, the big boys have said that. Um, I'm entitled to have this because, you know, we've done the arrangement. They're going to say, no, 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 this is my property. I own it. Humans want to fight. It's a natural instinct. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they are new. If they are new. No, it's like um, we are, it's, we are, so complicated. We, we, so it's complicated, this matter, we, man. We don't it's... just give people things away for nothing. And if you're in uh, Afghanistan, right, and you've been living there for 2,000 years or whatever oh, you and, and someone turns up with an Australian accent and says, well, you know, well, we're going to actually start running the poppy fields here. You're going to start mm-hmm. shooting at them. That's why they've got guns. Yeah, they don't go there without guns. They're not like the, the propaganda, the, the, you know what I mean? I think that's done a lot to people here. Like, they're just so freaking passive. You know what I mean? Nobody would fight in them much either. I think you could pretty much come up here and do what you want, really. But, I mean, like, the Afghan people and that, they will be... A bit more, uh, what's the word? Like, I don't mean this now. But I mean it in a good way. Feral, they'll be a bit more. Descent. You know what I mean? They're going to use the word in Fuck off. This is my property. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, that's just a simple, way, that's just a simple <laughs> thing. 
I, look, I've met Turkish commandos, I've met Greek commandos, whatever. I've met Irish uh, IRA. I've met um, special air service from three different countries. These guys do not hey. get on with each other. I guarantee. Hey. You. <laughs> if, if you've ever had anyone go through Kapuka, mate, they're all fighting each other, mate. If you... That's right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. Well, Kapuka's our um, training ground for, um, you know, soldiers or whatever. But, the, yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah, world, yeah. the world are all, we're all individuals. We've all got our own identities. We've all got our own places. Like, I'm from New Zealand. If someone came over and said, I'm from... Um, Bogota, and we're just moving in here because uh, the big boys said that you know we're all. Oh, no, I said that to you too. You'd, you'd smack them in the face <laughs> with, with, with your elbow because they're not taking <laughs> over your backyard. You, you know what I mean? This doesn't happen <laughs> in real life, and anyone that says that it does is in La La Land. It doesn't. It's like you've got to do. You've got to have a bigger army. You've got to have a bigger, stronger force of brainwashed dumb cunts, and that's the best way I can <laughs> describe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That have listened to all their news reports that you know, you know, the, the head I, of New Zealand's hacksawing people's legs off because they don't um, agree with our policy. We'll bring yeah. it out, right? This is the way the world's been taken over. Propaganda, it's like, isn't it? Well, there, there was, there was a, a like a some poll there that I seen recently where it said sixty nine percent of uh, American service people, right, as men and women. Um, today are still cite the reason that they are in the services is because of 9-11. That's the... Absolutely. I mean, why would they go to all of that trouble to fake this bullshit if they had the complete control of people? They don't have complete control of people. Right? Exactly. Back in 1930... uh, 1926, say, all right, here I'm dropping figures without reference but okay. so I'll say 26 right yeah there was a revolution in Sydney because of the um, banking system that people went all these extra soon soldiers that come back from World War II World War One, trained up had 303s in the garage went something's going wrong here we're going to fuck it up we're going to go and take over the government they went over and did it was an overthrow of the government in 19 I'll say 26 okay wow that's what you could do in those days you could Go together with all your people in your backyard and say, man, we've been lied to about this. We're going to go and fuck it up. You could do that because people were together. Well, you, you, I'm you, just you. nothing to do with it. It's one of, I, I reckon like that sort of a direct, you know, the direct sort of aggression thing. I mean, it sounds all right and it's like, see the movements and all that stuff, but I don't think that works. I think that what folk need to do is like, ignore the bastards. If you get what I'm saying? And I'm not yeah. a non-passer, believe yes. me. No, it's no, just no. like, no, less, I'm, not more. What I'm talking about is what actually happened back in 26. <laughs> people just went, a group of people just went, I'm not putting up this shit. We're not, we're not, so it was something to do with their pensions. The war pensions were cut off. Uh, so a group of a whole yeah. lot of ex-vets with guns in their backyard went, fuck this. And they went down and they <laughs> took over this New South Wales government with guns and kicked the, kicked the people right? out of the... Yeah, but you won't hear that in your history lessons because they don't talk about that. I don't know. Let's Google Arm Resurrection New South Wales if it hasn't been removed, but it happened. Yeah, man. No, I mean, I'm keen. Now, this is what, look, because at the very top, right, we've got this top 1% 
that are running things. Sorry. Then you've got a 99% of us, and that's all. Say, look around you now. You've got all your mates, all your streets, all whatever. If we all got together and went, fuck this, I'm not putting that's this. A, that's the thing, getting, man. They, you know what, Napoleon, Napoleon Bonaparte witnessed the revolution, the first revolution in France, where the peasants got up and just took over and had a massive thing. And their reaction to that was they built, well, after they fixed the, you know, nailed down that resurrection, they bulldozed all of the little streets and made them to big, giant roadways so that no peasants could block a, you know, 30 or 40, 50 metre area with chairs and tables and stuff like that. They made them wider so no one could do that. His fear, Napoleon's fear, was when the peasants would up, would actually... He, he was scared of the masses, and that's why all these things have been slowly brought into thing that, you know, education dumbed down, um, guns banned, using bullshit excuses. Oh. Uh, it's all been done, you know, what's that saying where they say, um, quietly, quietly catching yeah. Fabian, like Fabian. Yeah, that's the Fabian 100-year plan. And that's what they've done. They've done it really slowly. Just it's, ban this, ban that, medicated yeah. them, medicated the public, medicated the public, fuck the education system up. All these things have been done really slowly just to get us to where we are now. And whenever I hear we all can, these fuckheads that come and say, oh, they wouldn't, that, that. They wouldn't do that. It's Go like on. a matter of like not consenting. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like in the bigger frame of things, it's a matter of that, I think, rather than like, fighting them and all that. They're wanting to do that. They would turn that into something brilliant, you know what I mean, for themselves. At yeah, all times. Yeah. The only thing I think is like, what would they do if they like showed up to an election day? <laughs> That'd yeah. be awesome, you know what I mean? I can't even really think it, what they would do with that. They've used places like China. Like, apparently China has had democracy, democracy, communism, <laughs> communism democracy. Like, over whatever thousand years, China has tried every different method of what works and what doesn't work, and it's been one of those places they've used as a role model for how we do this stuff. And now we've, we're seeing China um, doing the what they call the 100 years. They've got this thing called um, Golden Century, and you'll notice a lot of restaurants called Golden Century. Chinese have this thing about 100-year plan, 100-year this. They don't move like the – we're talking about that um, – the British politicians, one of those, that sleazy group that are the uh, Fabian socialists. Things are done in 100 oh. years' time. 100 years, like we've, right now, if you think about it now, 100 years ago, World War One ended, okay? Look at the oh, way God. the world's changed since that time. We've lost our That's just guns. We've, shit, lost our, we've lost our education system. We've I lost our... <laughs> yeah, but... but, but, but but they're doing it over a hundred year cycles. They're not doing it over two year, three year, four year revolutions. They've they wait a long time. You know, they've got all the time in the world just to get us to China and that's been funded by the same folk. That's like people, all been funded by the same folk. Well, no, no, sorry. sorry. It, no, it's been so funded by the same folk folk since <laughs> they did the um uh revolution with the uh using the heroin, the uh opium wars. That's when they infiltrated. Then they brought in the Yale, called the Yale A School, where uh, Chairman Mao went, was educated by the same guys that run the uh, 
CIA, same family, same bankers. The um, ah, you're saying there's probably a British Empire ticket right back. Like it's the same yeah, folk. We only, go to, we only have, we need to go 150 years though for that lot to have infiltrated China because China had a much stronger. They, you know, they, 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 their system was based on um, what's the thinker um, that uh, you know we talk about. You know the. The incredible mind of um, the Chinese philosopher that Confucius. Confucius. Okay, Confucius' system got removed by the British government when they 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 used that gang to come in there and fuck them up with um, flooding the place with opium. Used the opium wars to destroy Confucianism and that particular cycle of gun gun boat diplomacy. That's them. Yeah, exactly. So 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 we've got this. Bullshit. So what we've got to kind of analyse is the last 250 years, what our history is, what we've been given. Don't believe any of it. Invert it and, and try and work out where they've got, got to us to think these things. Because China wasn't China that we're looking at now. It was a completely – it was apparently a beautiful place with, you know, gardens and, you know, everyone was getting on well. They, they'd sorted out society. but. Britain using that gang, you know, the Dutch, India, Mafia, right, went in there and fucked it up because they knew, (laughs) you know what I mean, that what they could do in the future using this race of people that are just like, um, they're a lot of ants now because they've had their revolution, they had their instincts bred out of them. They've been, all this beautiful furniture, you know, all the colour, like Chairman Mao and his gang went around and made everyone paint everything black, you know, like remove colour, you know, and, and killed all the educated art, artistical types by rounding them up and putting them into gulags and giving and us... Apple. Yeah, 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 well, you don't, you don't want to be Falun Gong over in... Uh, over exactly, in and, that, and that's yeah, really no. interesting. That's yeah. a really interesting thing to get into to find out more about them, and I don't know a lot... That's... Well, I don't yeah, know a lot about right. them, but I, but I do know that they are the big um, organ donors, involuntary yeah, oh, organ donors. Involuntary, involuntary organ donors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, political, that's perfectly a, healthy, political prisoners. Guess what? Carved up I in the back of a truck and kicked out. We're going to be the organ donors in about four years' time, I'd say. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's possible. He, he, says, he says giggling. What's your organ donor status yeah. on your driver's licenses? Can we address that to everyone on the panel? Because yeah, like, I, mean, I, I have mine set to donate because yeah. that's something I did when I was younger and I haven't bothered to change it since. Yeah, my, my, my I, I intend to. Foolish. My, 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 my you hadn't seen that Monty Python skit yet. Yeah, yeah, I have. The, yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand I don't want to do it now. I'm just saying it was something I did when I was, you know, very left-wing yeah. young guy. I mean, who, who can blame me? Let, let's no, be no, honest. No, Come on, that's a fair it. statement. Totally. It's all good. All good. I was the same, Thank you. same way of thinking. But, yeah. My mother got a um, a uh, kidney from someone that gave a seven life and saw her grandchildren, you know. So I'm big, big on that. I believe on it. <laughs> I just want to say, um, think, Rick, if you yeah. want to let this run for about ten more minutes or so, and then yeah, I'll uh, we'll we'll run the wrap. So yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. it's time for me to go as well. Yeah, ten minutes. I got a few more points, but like at the moment, just keep talking. I'm just sorting hey, something yeah, out. Hey, 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 um, noise. Yeah. 
anytime you want to chat, man, just contact me because we've obviously got a lot in common, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apart from the voice. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, but, 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 um, you know, during the week or whenever, like, you know, just call, call for a chat or whatever, you know, because, um, yeah, what, well, just use Discord? We'll just go Discord. We're on it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. sweet, sweet. Yeah, no worries, man. Yeah. Um, you cool, God, yeah? got... I love a chat. What's that? Sorry. I love a wee chat as well, so anytime, just if you see yeah. me on or whatever. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, my that's lovely, guys. You have to or whatever, it's just interesting. Doing a bit of research on Spotify. We've kind of done this um, thing just by, it's organically <laughs> happened with, we've got Bella set producing everything, but it's just... Yeah, we're just doing this because after all the fighting and infighting that went on with the Fake Busters gang. Absolutely, man. We're just trying to kind of create the same vibe that um, Hoax Busters used to have where you can just have a laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's crazy, this, man. I mean, it's just what we're saying. Now, how can you ever get anything done? I just I just say something like uh uh like all this infighting that's going on. I I was listening to a Sage Quay uh episode uh that he put out and that's Mike Williams was, Mike Williams does it. Mike Williams, yes, yeah. yeah. And he mm-hmm. he was going on with he was talking to some some chick, some girl and they were going to make, man, what's happened with the truth movement at the moment, man? Like, there's all this input. Everybody's calling themselves shills. Yeah. Like, you're a fuckhead. Man, it's, 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 it's we've been, yeah, they've got all these fuckheads in here just causing division. Fucking and that's what they do. You, man. And, so, 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 um, like, yeah. so, so, what you're saying about, well, I'm interrupting here and interrupting myself. Yeah, but but what's happened, this is how, this is how you pick them and this is how you remove them. Once they start arguing yep. with you and start insulting you and, and being nasty, yes. you know that they're a fucking yep. setup. And I go, exactly. and, I, and, I, right? and, and I don't need to name, there's a couple on the fake psychologist site that are doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll work, we'll work out who they are. It's a good indication in a way, I think. Well, I think there's like bother like that sort of behaviour like all over the internet, if you know what I mean. But uh, you can see yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's so obvious yeah. to me though, it's... man. I'm, like, I'm, 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 like, I'm getting older, you know. I'm, like, I'm, but I can you like the loser, I can pick the fucking bullshit artist out. As soon as I listen to him, I go, <laughs> you're a bullshit artist. It's, it's like... Oh, a lot of them won't be talking the way. A lot of them are just like uh, the typers and shit. And... Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know how you get around it. Like, really yeah, well, you get on. Well, no, how you get around it is like yeah, no, what no. we're doing now. We're, we're having discussions, and all five of us, all whoever's on this, may have different, you know, end games and our thoughts. But yet, we're we're all getting on good, and we're not screaming at each other that you're a liar. And oh, you know, once, like, once, oh, man, you know once someone mean? comes in here and the, into this gang that we've got now, now. And start start causing a fight. Bang! You know you've got your there, there's spots. There's some. Going to kick you out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're listening to the Fakeologist Roundtable. Lovely discussion, being non-argumentative, and talk about absolute fucking everything. And you've had <laughs> noise level Fakeologist uh, legend. It sounds like me. Kalido 
who's just come back from the wilderness on the site and night <laughs> night rider no night nightly news who's a true legend from Queensland the legendary producer Velocet who's just a legend and non-rollo no rollo no rollo no rollo no rollo this week yeah. We so, hope to have him back next week. What a yeah, shame. What a yeah. shame. We're all we're having a great chat. And, and I, Napoleon I, Wilson's in there somewhere. He's been really quiet, but he's there. And we appreciate special guest stars like him. Enjoy the day. Good night, everybody. Be cool. Be cool.